0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This show is sponsored by Audible. Support Ring Rust Radio by going to
3: audibletrial.com slash Radio. It's that easy. You sign up for a free 30-day trial and get the chance to listen to all of your favorite books. Support the show and get smarter by going to audibletrial.com slash ring rust radio
1: now you're listening to wrestling news that matters from people you want to hear it from deep from within the confines of the internet covering wwe like no one else and covering tna because no one else will you are listening to the best in the world ring rust radio
4: another episode of bring rust radio the best goddamn wrestling radio show on blog talk radio on the internet in the whole goddamn universe folks we're back again and we are here to make you laugh to make you cry to teach you to make you love to make you all these things i am your host of the most donald wood i'm here to lead this brigade of awesome uh to my left uh that's brandon galvin how you doing today buddy Brigade of Awesome.
5: Okay.
4: <laughs> Brigade of Awesome. We're like. Uh, we're All right. Like, I'm, I'm on board, man. I'll be just, the Miz. Hold on. Hold on. We're like that troops thing you got going on here. We're doing that.
6: That honor the troops thing.
4: We're doing that ringrest radio troops thing you got going on here. We're flying line, We're here to rock your face off. We're Flag like- a line. Doing that audio thing. Doing that audio <laughs> thing. That audio gimmick—we're not still 1st We're doing that. We're doing that tribute to the troops gimmick. <laughs> uh, Mike, you, if you're listening to the show, you also hear Mike Chiari. Mike Chiari, you you're coming to Philadelphia just to meet me this weekend. How excited are you? I'll be there, hoping that I don't see you. Yeah, more, right, than... more or less excited. Yeah, right. More or less Less, the... less
3: with each passing second. How's is is this going to shake
4: out? Yeah, how is it shake out? I think hopefully it was... with me knocking him out. No. <laughs> That will not happen. BG, uh, ask me how it's going to shake out. Hey, Donnie. How's okay. this going to shake out? Uh, I'm doing my head thing. Uh, well, I think Mike already <laughs> since he, since I built him, since I built him as mm. and as a, a character. Um, I remember saving you from the dark
3: ages of this show. Adam Wells I is so right
4: now. Adam Wells is so crazy <laughs> right now. Per
3: people saying that all the time.
4: Either way, BG, Mike mm. already said he's going to buy me drinks. No, I didn't. Wow. Yeah. You asked me though. to buy you food. You know, no, oh, so. yes. I yes, you no know food. food. I need pretzels and pizza. and I'm a fat man. I need all that food. We know. Yeah, we know. I'm going to go to the little thing and just f- give me it all. Give me one of each. He's probably going to steal my credit card. <laughs> I would never, but leave it where I can grab it uh tease the, guy, yeah but uh tease the schedule or no the show we're the show let's do that first Ringrustradio.com, that is a website on par with this intro ring Rust radio on youtube guys we interviewed kurt angle stone cold steve austin uh robbie e oh wait not yet oh it's coming uh but all the legends they're all there any who what's your favorite mike here on youtube uh that's such a tough call.
3: But I would say stone cold. Uh although Dixie Carter very good interview. Yes. Paul Heyman very good interview. Paul Heyman.
4: Yeah, uh BG jake
5: the Snake Roberts.
4: oh shit. Yes. Okay, guys, we need friends obviously because we're talking three dudes talking about wrestling for 4 hours a week. Uh Facebook us. Be our friend because we're desperate. Uh, iTunes and Stitcher, are you smart? Do you have smartphones? Of nope. course you do. Deal with it. Get iTunes. Get Stitcher. iPhone app. Myapp.is. Backslash Ring Rust radio. That's that easy. At Ring Rust radio on Twitter. Email us. RingRustRadio at Yahoo.com. Mikey, you already talk about the Bleach Report article.
3: Uh, You can read the Ring Rust Radio article every Saturday morning on BleachReport.com or on the Bleach Report Team Stream app for your smartphone. Uh, Going over all the hottest news in professional wrestling, uh, talking about everything we talk about on this show, uh, looking at big guests and events coming up on the show, looking at fantasy standings. uh, Every single thing you want to know about Ring Rust Radio, uh, you can find out all about it by reading the Ring Rust Radio article.
4: It's like our ASL. Remember, you didn't have you didn't have aim as a kid. My Oh, I know, I know what you're talking. Like, about. That yeah, references went right over my No, Yara. I know. AIM I, had, I had I had it. I'm I'm 16. <laughs> I'm male and I'm looking for fun.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh, oh, teenage years. BG, since you're uh, reminiscing about creepy things like aim, mm. uh, tell the fans how they can support the show via a fabric cloaked in our name. Yes, yeah, speaking of creepy
5: things, I know when I like to hop out of closets and boxes like Dean Ambrose, I like to be wearing my Ring Rust Radio t-shirt. And you can purchase your very own Ring Rust Radio t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash ringrustradio. That's a website, guys. Support the show. We give you the show. Support yourselves. Don't even support the show. Support
4: yourselves. Get a Ring Rust Radio t-shirt. It supports right. do- you. That's right. I'm pointing at you. You can't see that. But do this for yourself. Don't do this for us. Don't quit for them. Quit for you. Do it. ProResities.com slash radio. Guys, we give you this show for free. You should be doing this for us. You're ignorant. Don't be ignorant. Do it for yourself. Buy a t-shirt. Mike, you are. you've got t-shirts.
3: I do. I'm wearing one right now.
4: Wearing one. Actually, no, I'm not wearing one right now. Gross. I wearing four of them
3: to be <laughs> it's one. true. They're melded together into a super shirt, if you will.
4: I'm, like wearing it. Pot. I'm wearing a shirt that looks 8-bit, and it says game over, and it's a married couple. So, that's mm. my life. So. Okay. Oh, no, okay, fine, You shit. How um, about an 8-bit Cena shirt? Uh, that's, they're cool. We'll talk about them later, probably, when BG talks about his favorite shirts. Did you eat the rest of the bits? <laughs> I Kibble, it was, and the kibbles. I thought it was cookie bits. Is <laughs> that you know I mean? Like brownie brittle, but different? Okay, whatever. Our schedule, guys. Big thanks to Brian Shields, author of the WWE Encyclopedia and 30 Years of WrestleMania. Now in stores. I've got my copy. It is super sweet. I love it. I I read it every day, I guess. Uh, Our guest tonight is TNA superstar Robbie E. Yes, I said that correctly. Robbie E. He's on the show. Robert E. That's if he was fancy. Or uh, Southern. Or, yeah, or a general. yes. I thought that's where you were going and you just stopped. You were afraid. Or of- uh,
3: if he was Bobby Eaton, Robert, this, the Earl, Robert didn't Eaton. Didn't
4: Bobby Eaton just have something <laughs> wrong with him? Didn't he have yeah, a- it's timely. See? See? That's good. Uh, BG, do you have anything timely to add here? You have a heart attack, apparently, right? Uh, per, per source that you have not, yeah. don't have, what are you doing here, dude? Just sweep um, the Scoop, scoop! Something's wrong with somebody. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Now, sorry. Okay, <laughs> speaking. Of sorry, not sorry. It's WWE time. Hit that music. There, nothing happened this week. Could you admit that? Like, there's nothing that happened in the WWE universe. There's oh. Oh, listen, listen, a lot listen, happened. Listen, there was a ton of shit that went down in the <laughs> WWE universe, including a pay-per-view on Sunday that felt like, uh, I don't know, it, it just, there was something about it missing. I, I, it was a good show, a bunch of good wrestling. His name was
3: Roman Reigns.
4: Who? Exactly. He was missing. No, it was that's not it, believe me. Um, <laughs> definitely not it. But the truth is, it just felt like it, it was missing something. It, it, it felt like a secondary pay per view. It was a secondary pay per view, so it is what it is. But I just the, the in ring was very good. But I just I can't couldn't give it a great rating. Uh, let's talk about Night of Champions before we go into what the future holds for the WWE. Uh, let's start with Night of Champions main event, John Cena, Tampa and it up. Uh, Against Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar's like, hey, I'm the top guy, I'm going to whip that ass, and John Cena's like, not on my watch, you're not, and then he wins the match. So, what's going on here? Also, he's going to tap him out like he's Bray Wyatt. Anybody notice that? Like he's
3: Mark Henry. Like
4: like he's Mark Henry and shit, dude. Yep. So, Seth Rollins, very angry about this main event, I will vent more once I I can figure out what words are and how to work them, Uh, but Mike, are you first.
3: so Uh, so we'll never hear from you.
4: I come back to me in like 20 years. I still don't know what the hell I'm trying to say.
3: (laughs) That's what you'll sound like in 20 years.
4: Ah, yes. I'm going to be a very old 45-year-old. 46-year-old. I don't know how old I am anymore. (sighs) Uh, You know, (laughs) like you said,
3: I I think that Night of Champions was pretty good from an in-ring perspective, but uh, there was nothing to get excited about. In the main event, that kind of set the tone ultimately for the entire pay-per-view not being you know what it could have been because why would they not have had Brock Lesnar just go over cleanly and win that match uh it it makes no sense to me you had Brock Lesnar destroy John Cena at the last pay-per-view at SummerSlam and all of a sudden John Cena is Brock Lesnar is equal. You can argue that he got the better of Brock Lester in that match because for the last several
4: he minutes. Hull. He hit him with four AAs, dude. Yeah. And attempted to tap him out for seven minutes. For, for the last several. Obviously,
5: no soul of the Kimura law. Huh?
4: Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he doesn't sell. It,
3: it was he, like Hulk Hogan against Ultimate Warrior WrestleMania. He forgot that his knee
4: was Yes, broken. yes. He's like, he oh, forgot my his God. arm was broke. <laughs> I broke the tibby in my knee, and then he's like, no, it's fine now. Never mind. Just kidding. <laughs> I broke yeah. the tibby in my arm. That's not a thing, John. <laughs> it
3: was just, I, I didn't like the way that that match played out at all. I think that if you had Lesnar win that match, even if it was a competitive match like it was, but still have Lesnar go over, then suddenly you have a very interesting storyline on your hands with John Cena and how he's going to handle two losses. I think that's the obvious story that should have been told. What we get instead is Brock Lesnar losing, not losing the title, but still looking somewhat weak in the process because a guy who he totally dismantled one month earlier all of a sudden had a miraculous turnaround
4: and was on track to defeat him. Stop, stop. Uh, Let me interject something, Mike, because it's a question that I thought was very pertinent. Is this the WWE hitting the panic button because of Roman Reigns? Or do you think this was the long-term plan all along?
3: No, I think it was their plan all along because I think that this is leading to another rematch of John Cena versus Brock Lesnar. I don't think we're going to get Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar at Hell in a Cell. Uh, you know, I don't think they're ready to give that away yet. So I don't think Roman Reigns really has anything to do with it. Uh, to be honest, I think that
4: I meant just uh, as, a, as a top face who's gone now for an extended months per source.
3: I mean, I don't, I don't really don't think it has anything to do with it, and I don't think that no matter what Roman Reigns' status is, I don't think that it made sense to book it that way. Uh, For me personally, I don't want to see another John Cena vs. Brock Lesnar match. I mean, they've had good matches in the past, but we've seen it two pay-per-views in a row now, and now we have to see it again, and we don't have a Roman Reigns on the card, and the card, uh, you know, it remains to be seen how it's going to play out. But, uh, you know, I'm not really looking forward to it, because I don't see a lot of interesting storylines being built between now and then. Uh, So we have to sit through that a third time after we already saw Brock Lesnar destroy him, and then we see John Cena come back. I mean, I just don't think the booking makes any sense. And then you have Seth Rollins get involved, which I didn't think that made a lot of sense either, because why wouldn't Seth Rollins have waited for John Cena to win the match? Why would he think, in his mind, if you're thinking from a storyline perspective, that it would be a good plan to cash in on Brock Lesnar, even though Brock Lesnar got his ass beat? He's still Brock Lester. So he's going to kill when,
4: him eventually, right? Could we agree Brock Lester is going to eventually kill Seth Rollins for this? I hope
3: not because I think that Seth
4: Rollins is still picking
3: up a lot of momentum with the way he's been acting. He's been getting a lot of good heat. He's been developing into a top heel and I think he should wait to cash it in. I think you should have him wait until WrestleMania or beyond because there's no reason to give away the cash-in yet. But at this point, the way they're booking the main event scene, uh, I wouldn't put it past them to do that. I, I just didn't like the way that that played out at all. It was a very cheap ending to a, a pay-per-view that wasn't very good overall. Uh, and, you know, I, I, that's it's not selling it for me. I'll just say that.
7: BG?
4: this. All
5: right, let's start. The actual match itself, I actually thought it was pretty good. I didn't think it was better than SummerSlam, though, because SummerSlam left such an impact. You never expected that to happen. And we knew that going into this match, that it would be more competitive. But I don't don't understand. And Kyari and a lot of people have been saying, how does Cena go from being Lesnar's bitch straight up at SummerSlam to now all
4: of a sudden being his equal? I have the answer. I have the answer. Go ahead. Complaining backstage. No, Okay, that is that is the real answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in if I'm WWE and I'm booking this, what I say to you, BG, as somebody who's watched more MMA than Mike Chiari, who hates MMA, none. Okay, when it got when you we, well, you have two very even fighters, but one gets rocked early, and then one looks much stronger than the other. You know what I mean? Where Brock fought oh here Brock versus Overeem when Brock looked like the equal fighter. Stood up with him, then he got kicked in the, ge- uh, in the side, and then it was all over. That guy is a shell of the guy he was when he entered the fight. He's not the same. But if they fight again and he doesn't get that same shot, now he's equal again. You know? And that's how <laughs> I took this. I don't agree with it. I'm just saying that's how I would be booking it and, and explaining it to people. I, I, I don't agree with that enough.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
5: of how lopsided the first match was. Well, he got
4: a German he, no, he the thing is he got F5 immediately, remember? He got F yeah, 5 Generally,
3: if you have if you have a UFC fight that goes that awry, you're not even going to have a rematch.
4: Oh, the, that's not true. The, the Barea fight, Dillashaw Borrell, the same thing happened. Barea's the favorite. But he, that was an he gets, upset. He gets yes, but I know. I'm just saying it's it's it's. I, John's, uh, it's Brock Lesnar was the
3: favorite heading into that fight. He absolutely destroyed John Cena, and then John Cena gets a rematch. I mean, I understand you have the automatic rematch clause it's, it's, fallacy it's, it's, going yeah. on in WWE, but still, I I don't I agree with BG. That's not really an apt comparison to make. Okay, well that's that is what's happening. They're two totally different sports.
5: Yeah, I, I just don't One agree sucks. with the analogy
4: because. <laughs>
5: It was it was just so lopsided. And, you know, even the Extreme Rules match from 2012 was a lopsided match. Like, Lesnar beat the shit out of Cena at that pay-per-view, too. So now all of a sudden, you have Cena, who really didn't do that much besides burying the Wyatt family to really regain this whole self-confidence that I'm going to take down the Beast. And he pretty much did. And if it wasn't for Seth Rollins interfering for no damn reason whatsoever Paul, Paul Heyman do that. Paul Heyman's face is the best. He's like, what the fuck what, is happening? What the fuck happened? Like, who <laughs> made that decision to have Seth Rollins go out there? It, just made, it made Seth Rollins look dumb. It made the match look dumb. WWE built up this rematch to be the match that you had to see. How does John Cena come back after getting his ass beat by Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar, the beast incarnate. No one can take him down. Does John Cena have what it takes? This is going to be the one that ends it all. And you have a no DQ finish like that with someone running in. I I've been, I was saying it leading up to Night of Champions. If you had John Cena just snap in his mind where he felt like his back was against the wall and he started using like a steel chair against Lesnar and he got himself DQ'd. And then Lesnar comes out on Raw or Heyman comes out on Raw the next night to say, This is absurd, John Cena. They need to go into a Hell in a Cell match because I do think that's where it's heading that would make a lot more sense than seth rollins coming out to attack john cena then getting his ass beat then sees that brock lesnar is down and does the curve snap on him for what reason is seth rollins going up against brock lesnar he would get killed and why is he poking the beast they're supposed to be yeah. a, they're essentially on the same side of the authority mm-hmm. yeah, remember when he was option so, c right so what the <laughs> hell is that like what is that about that doesn't make any sense it if Seth Rollins just goes against John Cena. Okay, I can somewhat understand that aspect of it, but for him to go up against Brock Lesnar doesn't make any sense. What are they going to do? That's their, those are their top two heels. So are they going to turn one and then face? No, because then you don't have two heels in the company. So this doesn't make any sense of what they did. It ruined what was a fairly, it was a good match. I would say it was a good match. and But it killed everything that they built up. The ending of it, where you basically are left to assume that Cena won the championship from Brock Lesnar, and Brock Lesnar was basically Cena's bitch the entire match. It was just such an awkwardly booked main event. And it just—the in reaction, to me, was fine. But everything that they did in it, just—it didn't make any sense. I had major issues with that match.
4: Okay, to me— I felt like this was WWE panicking and realizing, like, oh shit! John Cena is our t- we eat off this guy. Okay, we do. Everyone eats. Roman Reigns was number two, being built as a number two face of the company. He's gone. Daniel Bryan's out. Daniel Bryan's out. CM Punk is gone. You're really thin at top faceville right now, and you need to build John Cena strong. Is what I think they were saying.
3: It doesn't. He can he can lose five matches in a row to Brock Lesnar. And it's not going to matter. He's still
4: strong. Uh, but but, hold on. You uh, know uh, what, Johnny, but to
5: though, the people with WWE, though,
4: that's what I think they're feeling right but now. But
5: doesn't it add another element to John Cena that you now have this, almost like what was happening with Dolph Ziggler, where fans are now, they see him lose time. He's getting screwed time and time again. He's losing time and time again. And you kind of build a sympathy for this character, John Cena being as over as he is, would gain more sympathy from, his, from yeah. his current fan base, though. His The current fan base of kids and women loving him they would love him even more if he wasn't as dominant. I, I, no, I think it's the exact
4: same. I think and you get him stays-
3: questioning himself: does should yeah, he listen, turn to the dark side gonna, a little bit more yeah, if yeah, he's probably. losing their? Yeah, you Lesnar, you can you can,
4: t- yeah, you can talk about. Uh, you're looking in your rearview mirror right now, dude. This no, happened. I said this no, going really, into the really match. Okay, yeah. but but I'm telling you, this is not how they're booking him. In my opinion. They hit the panic button they're like shit we, we need to do something cuz he's the top guy. Book him but strong that's not, against Lesnar. That does make sense. It, well that's just how it I feel it, it does to them and it doesn't to me either but that's what they're doing. Sorry. That's in my opinion that's what Your they're doing. Your opinion makes no opinion makes no sense to yourself. Okay. I think that's uh, they're <laughs> just going to gloss over that. They are going to fight <laughs> at hell in a cell, okay?
7: Yes. And I they have say been, that.
4: yes, and they have been say, the first match was what it was. This match, I think with a little bit of panic, but now they're on the same level. We think John Cena and John Cena could conceivably beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar <laughs> right. knows he can beat John Cena. Now now as a fan, I think it could literally go 50-50 at this point the next pay-per-view, right? Sure. Yep. Now inside of Hell in a Cell, it can be more like Extreme Rules 2012. Just, mm-hmm. If you're going to bust somebody over, if you're going to bleed, there's your chance. If you're going to sell it, sell it. The first two matches were okay, but maybe it's because their foot wasn't all the way on the throttle and they're saving it for Hell in a sell, because that could be a fucking huge match. It if is they, a huge match. And it is, but it could be one I of mean, those it's matches a where we look back and we're like, wow, remember that? Cena remember when John times. Cena versus Lesnar happened in the, in the cage in 2014? Remember oh, that? Yeah. So it, it has that potential, so kudos for that. On Seth Rollins. I think that the WWE is bringing Seth Rollins into the main event mix because Brock Lesnar's not going to be there for whatever, how many weeks this is, because this is what he does. So you give John Cena a kind of a, like a, a, a stopgap feud against Seth Rollins at the same time that Ambrose is fighting him because it's twofold. Not only is Cena occupied with Rollins while Brock's not there, but you also have Ambrose and Cena now on the same level and the fans are saying, wow, check out him. That's Dean Ambrose. He's the number two face now. Wow,
3: look at Cena leech off him.
4: Hey, oh, yeah, you can say whatever you want, because that's what he does. Uh but mm-hmm. John will do that to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember the da- remember the Daniel Bryan WrestleMania thing, where Daniel Bryan's like, I am a star, I'm talking to this camera crew, and J- John Cena like, sees him out of the corner. Are you the okay? You all right, buddy? Like,
3: How's your, is your mommy here?
4: Yeah, how you doing? Everybody get here cool? Hey, is this a <laughs> camera? Is this a camera right here? Hey, how you doing? I'm John Cena. I'm a camera hog. <laughs> Daniel Bryan's like, get the fuck out of here. But no, honestly, I think that Cena fighting Rollins, and Ambrose at the at the same time fighting Rollins, it's it helps everybody. There's and then when Brock Lesnar comes back, Cena's ready for him. How they get there to the to the Hell in a Cell match, I really don't care. I just want to see the match more. I want to see this match more than I did either of the other two matches. I wanted to see the first match the most. Mm, I think I want to see this one more because the first one, the first one, Brock won, and we knew Brock was going to win. We didn't know it was going to be the way it was, but we all figured Brock would win, and we all figured Brock would win or at least retain the title last time, and that was unsatisfying as shit. This is the third of three. This should be a conclusion. This should be definitive. This should be exciting because it's in a, in a cage, and they're going to let them sell like crazy. So the I, fact
3: I'm, that Cena is suddenly on the same level. Makes it less exciting for me because that increases the chances of them doing the unthinkable and actually having John Cena go on to win this feud.
4: Yeah, but don't you want an unpredictable ending? I don't you know. Sure, I, I don't, but I not if it's saying. the wrong
7: ending. Well,
4: well, how do we know? How do we honestly? How do we know the dirt sheets aren't lying and he really does have limited dates and he's not going to work anything past Hell in a Cell? How it's, do we know that? Then st- I'm still
3: totally against putting the title on John Cena then.
4: Oh, I could see it. I could see it done. I just because especially, like I said, with Roman Reigns out and you're like, God, we got to build our top star. We got to we got to eat. We got to that, eat. That, up that wouldn't guy. be good for anybody because then
3: you've wasted all the momentum that Brock Lesnar built up and you could have used to put somebody over a new person over at okay. WrestleMania, whether it's Daniel Bryan, whether it's Roman Reigns, whoever it is. You waste it if you have him lose definitively to John Cena. And essentially, he already did lose definitively to John Cena.
4: Yeah, he pretty much did. BG, any thoughts before we move on to the next point? About Dean Ambrose? Uh, yeah, that's, that's the next point. All
5: right, because you were talking about him earlier, so I, I'm confused. Is the point doesn't blended in?
4: Point. Or it, 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 all bl- it all started blending together because I started yelling, and once I start ranting, it's really hard to stop. So okay. uh, let's just go on to Dean Ambrose. We'll start with you, BG. Sure. Um, Dean Ambrose is great at hiding hmm it's a yes. listen let me it's a box it's like the size of a human that's so, a big box that's a i'm, I'm turning to taz for a second jerry was taz for a second sorry about that but no but the truth is it's it is every time there's a human size but bo- he hides all the time he was in the trunk he was in the present yep. he was in this box he was in the room where what the guys everywhere the guys hiding everywhere so I, love san it. Diego. I love it where in the world is uh ambrose san diego i don't know uh <laughs> Ambrose, with San Diego. Uh, with Reigns and Brian out, Titty Master, with Reigns and Brian out, <laughs> Punk on and RVD and Jericho on the lamb, Ambrose was catapulted to the top spot behind Cena. What? Awesome. Can I say something? Go ahead, sure. Uh, I read this. I didn't know what the hell on the lamb
3: was. Looked it up. First of all, you spelled lamb wrong. It's not lamb like an animal. It's <laughs> lamb. <laughs> okay. Second of all, Great. on the lamb means you're running away from the cops. Yep. How does that describe what RVD and Jericho are doing? Well, maybe one of them. Maybe our, yeah, you're
4: right, right, right. <laughs> well, Jericho's a rap friends, star now, man. Jericho, friends of the
5: show, two-time
4: friends. Yeah, of the show. both of them are very good friends of the show. But honestly, Jericho kind of looks like a party animal now, dude. He's all tatted up. He's always like, I feel like him and RVD have been hanging out. And this is how you're trying to
3: save this. Clearly incorrect phrase. that you. No, used. no.
4: I did this on oh. purpose. They left WWE on a sabbatical. I, I said on the said. lamb because it's more funny. What do you want from me?
5: I thought you meant they were just eating.
4: It's like <laughs> on, a butter that's, lamb. That's what I If I'm defending myself, I would be defending it like I meant lamb the animal. Right now. <laughs> you shouldn't like, yeah, do I'm that. Not, no. They love mint jelly on their legs. It's great. <laughs> Nobody got that it's three people <laughs> are like, yeah bit jelly <laughs> 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 okay B G talk about Dean Ambrose he's like yeah. stone cold but different
5: let's talk about uh Dean Ambrose, who I've been saying so long is just stone cold cm Punk and Brian Pillman rolled up into one awesome superstar this guy with a straight dude. Is, Jake he, the snake please do not
4: forget he's got a lot of he's got a lot of Jake the snake in him.
5: that's true. we did talk about that uh, about a year ago and uh <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so he, yeah. Would, he would translate in history. <laughs> right. He would translate into any error, and he would absolutely dominate in and hiding. And go seek, um, but the the thing about hiding in the box, <laughs> I'm just excited to see where else he hides. But I just love the fact that this guy is back on TV because every single segment he's been in is the best segment on the show. He, how about, how about just, that
4: crowd pop?
5: Oh, none yeah see these crowds man we've been talking about this for a couple of weeks now these crowds suck and you, you might hear Scott Steiner coming woo yeah, yeah, oh see, shit he's, he's not he happy either because he... back in 2002 last <laughs> oh, Survivor no. series he made his <laughs> WWE debut and the crowd went nuts and that's what should be happening for someone like Dean Ambrose who they, is they, just, they went nuts at the pay-per-view when he came in the taxi cab The place blew the F up yeah he didn't pay his oh, he, though he, <laughs> I like him even more for that, because taxi drivers, I mean, not to discriminate, but a lot of them are kind of jerks. Yeah, like Pat Kane punched one. Yeah, so, I mean, I kind of can sympathize with Ambrose. You don't know what happened on the ride to the arena. I thought it was very convenient that he he showed up right then and there. Definitely very convenient. Can I
4: tell you what I've booked in my head? I don't really give a shit right now. (laughs) (laughs) i booked that he was just wandering the streets, and Mm. he heard the open challenge, and he immediately hopped in a cab. It's like, I'm here. Like, you know what, he, the, in cartoons when, like, the Looney Tunes, when they're like, hey, I need you to come over, and then all of a sudden he's, like, right in front of you? Yeah. Like, that's what I imagine for fucking Ambrose. He's pitching that. Like, you remember Looney Tunes? When he just showed up, he said, open challenge. I just show up in a cab, and I just run the fuck out. <laughs> like, yes.
3: Why is Taz pitching that idea? Taz
4: pitches all my ideas. Taz, <laughs> Taz is name work in my head. <laughs> Good. Pretty no. soon, they'll have
3: to be working there if they want a job, <laughs> I assume.
4: <laughs> Bring Rust <West> Radio interns. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get this coffee, Taz!
5: <laughs> oh, but it's awesome that he is finally back. I, I said he was going to come back at 9 Champions. You know what? If it had to have been because Roman Reigns got hurt, it's unfortunate. But at least Dean Ambrose is back because, as Donnie said, he's already the number two face in the company going up. Uh, against the authority with John Cena by his side is only going to help him. And you know what? He's outshining everybody else, including John Cena. The fans are going to latch on to that. This guy is going to be a megastar. And the thing with uh, – it, it just goes back to the thing with Seth Rollins, though, at the of night Champions. Why the hell is he curb-stomping Lesnar? Because Seth Rollins and Lesnar could have gone up against Ambrose and Cena. You could have done, like, a big, huge match on Raw – or going into or after Hell in a Cell, do that like Survivor Series, this big, huge tag team match between the top two heels, the top two faces, do something where Rollins and Ann Lesnar were on the same page. But now Seth Rollins cursed, like Lesnar has no choice but to come back and want revenge against exactly. Seth Rollins. So it doesn't—it just that muddled both of these storylines, which I was okay with merging them. But now you have you—you you have this tension between Heyman and Lesnar against Seth Rollins and the Authority. It just doesn't make any sense. Well, trust so it,
4: you. I would book it. Well, here's the thing. I think they've been teasing, as you mentioned, uh, both of you, about Randy Orton turning. They've been teasing tension within the authority and a potential like breakup of what their current group is. Mm-hmm. So maybe fighting two battles, like I wrote down,
2: Triple A AAA- It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
8: No purchase necessary. VTW. Avoid. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Which
4: doesn't trust Heyman. He never has, never will. Right. I mean, that's in the storyline. So now they're fighting Wars on two fronts, and that's how you separate, divide, and conquer. God, pardon me. Uh, so we have this <laughs> – I just call – <laughs> 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 When I have to call – I'm just going to do lesson screens. Well, you know <laughs> – Because <laughs> uh, you, you figure – Seth Rollins is the the face of the authority in terms of, of his Money in the Bank contract. So he comes out, attacks Paul Heyman, attacks Brock Lesnar. Now they're like I said, he's going to come after them. He's going to want answers and heads. Someone's going to roll for that. Yeah. On the other hand, the authorities also got to contend with Ambrose and Cena trying to kill uh, kill Rollins. It's now everybody wants to kill Rollins. Every, everybody thing, yeah. Lesnar wants wanted. to. Ambrose Seymour wants to kill Rollins. Triple H
5: telling him, stop stop starting fires you can't put out yourself. Everybody now is like, Seth Rollins is, which is awesome that he's being thrusted as the top heel while Lesnar isn't here. Well, like, great for Seth Rollins because when he turned on the shield, there was a lot of people, myself included, thought, you know, he's going to be brushed under the rug for everyone else. So, good for him for being in the spotlight. But is he gonna be like this this rogue player from now on? Is he still with the authority? There's tension with everyone and Seth Rollins. He's this lightning rod. But what's gonna happen with him? They need to do something to give him more power than just being a bitch that shows up and then runs away. Then shows it like you need to do something more to make sure that he's coming off as an intelligent, dominant
4: heel. Running, hold on, but running away to me is a an intelligent heel. That's- Yes, in a sense. And I like that I like that him running Here's why I like him running away all the time. It always you avert the physical confrontation that you can hold off for a big event. Mm-hmm. He he you him and he, Ambrose, they didn't come before their first time fighting. They didn't come together, but they were they're always at each other's throats. It was so close to being a brawl and then finally they give it to you. That's what I get with it, you could get Rollins running away in every storyline, and it works. Him yeah, running I mean, away from the smaller hell dude, match. you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, it, will, it will play well, up to the, hell uh, in the Cell match. So, do you think it's in a Hell in a Cell? 100. It should be it
5: all along. It's, it's the feud that really deserves it this year. And I def, if you have Lesnar versus Cena in Hell in a Cell, and Ambrose versus Rollins in the Hell in a Cell, you're going to sell the pay per view in a heartbeat. It could go down as the best pay per view of the year.
4: Mm, how about the divas in there?
5: Well, yeah, of course. Remember last year when Punk and Ryback were in Hell in a Cell? Bree
4: versus Nikki,
5: you're a dead bitch. That's the main event, though.
4: You're gonna die in the womb of this Hell in a Cell. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, (laughs) Mikey, are your thoughts on Dean Ambrose number two face?
3: Uh, Well, first of all, you know how you said Seth Rollins running away is a smart heel move. I I don't disagree with that. You know what's not a smart heel move? Trying to. Go after Brock Lesnar.
4: Yeah, curb-stomping Lesnar. How right. did, that's why I like the gif immediately that came after he won and then saw Brock Lesnar win, and it was an inverted Money in the Bank video, and it was him putting the briefcase back. Oh, oh really? I
5: it. I got to see that.
4: I thought it, I sent you, and then you mocked me for it. Mm, okay, go ahead. That start. sounds right. Well, to respond
3: to your whole soliloquy about Seth Rollins, though, uh, <laughs> the, the fact that you think that, the authority wants to take the title off of Brock Lesnar. Okay, maybe in theory that can make sense. But the le- but I'm, I'm still on this because it still doesn't make sense. Why would Seth Rollins go and attack Brock Lesnar when John Cena's about to win the match? Have John Cena win the match and then go after John Cena because you know damn well that Brock Lesnar is going to attack John Cena after that match. So it just wasn't logical at all to book it that way. That, that's, where, that's what my issue is. There, there are plot holes galore in the way that they booked that regarding Seth Rollins, uh, but I digress. Uh, as it relates to Dean Ambrose, huge Dean Ambrose fan. I know all three of us are. Uh, the guy has all the skills that you want in a top WWE superstar. The guy has all the makings of an eventual world champion, either as a face or a heel. The guy can play both roles to absolute perfection. And the thing that I'm kind of excited about uh, after last night's exchange between Ambrose and Cena... I mean, Ambrose can definitely be the number two face behind John Cena, no question about that. He already get, he got the huge reaction at the pay-per-view. He would have gotten a huge reaction if they were in any type of legitimate WWE city last night. Uh, but he also, I would love to see him play the top heel to John Cena's top face at some point. And I have no doubt that Dean Ambrose will turn heel at some point because uh, essentially everybody does unless your name is John Cena. Uh, and he could play that role to absolute perfection. I'd also love to see him feud with Triple H at some point. Maybe that could happen even at WrestleMania. I mean, that's the thing about Dean Ambrose. He's still so new to WWE, and he hasn't had many singles feuds. There are an incredible amount of intriguing feuds that you can eventually put him in. He's still very young. Uh, I mean, the sky is the limit for this guy, and I'm very excited to see him being put in this position. And, you know, it is obviously because Roman Reigns is injured, because Roman Reigns was in this spot. Uh, But even so, Dean Ambrose, he's incredible on the mic, puts on great matches, just has an unbelievable character. Uh, I think that, you know, to some degree, uh, it's good for him to be put in this spot right now, because even though uh, he's going to be a top guy eventually, I don't think he would have been in this spot otherwise. So at least they're kind of getting him ready for what he's eventually going to be and in my mind
5: that's going to be world champion
4: okay we talked about dean ambrose oh well you got more oh Mm -hmm. god
5: i do i want to praise dean ambrose further because he's playing a heel character that he's supposed to be a lunatic he's uncontrollable he he tries to steal cars at some point not a heel he's
4: anti-hero not a heel (laughs) Big difference, it's dude. A, he's CM he Post. Is, he's an anti hero, but thats
5: it's a heel character that he's playing. And he I gets didn't... sympathy. He makes you sympathize with him.
4: What is heel about know? his character? I do not get this. I just said it.
5: So. He was being mean to John Cena. No, he
4: was being defensive against John C because DTA, dude, Stone Cold, bro. He was being oh. realistic, but still. Exactly. It's... That's not – no, realism is not – I'm sorry. That's not ak kayfabe. Don't kayfabe me, bro. Right. He is being Stone Cold. He's an antihero like CM Punk was. I, I Stone see Cole no deal in the anti Antihero means not a hero. No, it means a they're hero doing, who doesn't want to <laughs> be a hero. they doing it? heel things, to, and it's cool, and you like them. That's what I mean. I have no and, idea. What heel thing? Explain to me. He jumping in the back of a car, attacking people who are bad people? Corporate Kane, he beats up Corporate Kane. Real heelish, bro. Stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. idiot. Okay.
7: <laughs>
5: so what I, what I love most about him is the fact that he's able to get you to sympathize with his character. That he is on the floor getting beat down by security guards as Seth Rollins walks away and he just goes like, what? I thought you wanted to continue this. He's just always he's always talking back while he's getting his ass beat. He did that in that, that uh, No DQ match with Cesaro on SmackDown, which was awesome. Any of our listeners haven't seen it. What well, I would love to see happen, and you were talking about who you would like to see him go up against, I want to see him go up against Brock Lesnar, who is this dominant force who is basically stealing souls in WWE. I would love to see him just be like, listen, I don't care if I get my ass beat by you, I'm going to keep coming back. It would make him such a bigger underdog face, having, go up, having him go up against Brock Lesnar.
4: Okay, I could see that. I just that. figured
5: something out, though. Hang on. Okay. Donnie, you wish
3: that Daniel Bryan was Dean Ambrose Mm -hmm. because he's doing all the things that you
4: wanted Daniel Bryan to do. It's true. BG, what did I say to you earlier today? Uh, you said Daniel
5: Bryan is uh, Stone Cold, but he's not Stone Cold, and I really want Dean Ambrose to be Stone Cold, and I hope that Stone Cold bestows a stunner on none of, th- Tom okay. none of this
7: is real.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: this I was buying in all know, of this. None of that
4: was real. <laughs> <laughs> what I actually happened was I said that I said this is the character I wanted Daniel Bryan to be playing. Exactly, all along. which is
5: why and, it was well, dumb all well, along. And, like no, he, no, he no, that. because dude, you could have done Cole, the though, same Kiara, thing. He, he did mention Stone Cold. I'm no, sure he
4: did. No, because we need.
5: Ambrose to come out with like a, a Pepsi truck or something. We
4: need, we need Dean Ambrose on the show. We need to get him on the show. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, from now on, that's my. So ending. I called that. Is,
5: what does Dean Ambrose drink? Cause we had Daniel Bryan drinking titties. V8. He just drinks <laughs> some titties.
4: <laughs> milk. So so yeah, we milk? already did. We already did yeah. milk. We did the Can't milk current angle. No, I just want titties. Red Bull. So, there okay, you go. Whatever. Okay, you know what? Since we've talked about Ambrose, we talked about Rollins. there's another guy in the shield we hadn't talked about yet, but he's kind of important this week. Roman Reigns, uh, he had hernia <laughs> surgery. He is out four to six weeks per one source. I read four to 12 weeks. Uh, Michael Cole told me months. I've heard months. several months. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Years. So, we know of, he's not good with numbers. So. All Never. I know, all I know is
7: back.
4: Roman Reigns is injury prone. Cancel his push, i.e. Ziegler, Brian, etc. Uh, thoughts what? on etc. What? Uh, thoughts what that supposed on. To mean? Okay, thoughts oh. on this, Mike Yori. My thought is, when did Daniel Bryan's push get canceled? First of all, uh, who? That's exactly. The only time I hear Daniel Bryan's name mentioned is when John Cena is looking for a cheap pop, or when Brie Bell is involved with something. I can't believe we're still on this. They're building to a surprise return that's
3: going to blow the roof off of whatever arena is, unless it's in Baltimore, unless
4: <laughs> in <the> Lafayette, <laughs> though, or, whatever, <laughs> or Lafayette, or whatever, <laughs> the, Lafayette, or whatever the hell in, in Baltimore. We're an occasion. Oh fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Reschedule. So, no, anyway, it's in Philly. The the Rumble's in Philly, dude. So, Popville. Daniel
3: Bryan's push did not get derailed. And, okay, so totally doesn't make sense to compare those two situations. Uh, I'm sure you were really proud of yourself
4: when Roman Reigns got hurt, though. Why? I didn't. I don't like injuries for anybody. I'm not that kind of person. How come you were all trolling on Twitter saying... Ridiculous things about yeah. Roman Reigns. Then you were. Well, I was saying that. Sure. I, what I'm saying is, when he gets injured, I want to see the same kind of, of treatment because he's been he's been treated like the same uh, kind of treatment is who like uh, Dolph Ziggler, Brian, the guys who I felt have been mistreated. How, since how is their Daniel Bryan
3: being mistreated? I that's tell you back. every week, and how it makes been no treated. sense. It
4: makes no okay, sense. Okay, well that's your opinion, and it's wrong.
3: Makes no sense. He's not out for several months. He's going to be back probably in four to six weeks, four to eight weeks. 12. And then there you go. I mean, I I don't see why you think that they shouldn't mention him or they should bury him like Brian or whatever lies that you say. Uh just absolutely ridiculous. So I I hope that we just skip your part in this whole conversation because you can't be uh you can't be subjective in this whole situation, but uh as far as Roman Reigns goes, obviously extremely unfortunate that he got this injury because he was on very much on the ascent. They were building him to be the number 2 face behind John Cena. Uh, possibly win the Royal Rumble, possibly face a guy like Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, But, you know, those things are still potentially on the table as long as it's not as significant uh, of an injury as being out a million months or whatever Michael Cole said. So hopefully that's not the case. Uh, You know, in some ways, though, I think this could be a good thing for Roman Reigns because uh, if, like you said, Donnie, you thought you think that people will get tired of Roman reigns or eventually think that he sucks or eventually say he's got five moves of doom like John Cena well having him out of action for a little while uh, you know that absence is gonna make the heart grow fonder and when he does return he'll get a big pop and the fans will be behind him and it'll almost be like they're rebooting his push to the top so uh, in some ways it can be good especially since you have Dean Ambrose kind of being elevated in his place so It it does suck that we didn't get that match uh, at the pay-per-view. It is unfortunate that we don't get to see a conclusion. You got Um, it on
4: Raw. You got it on Raw. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm still...
4: still Look, you you got both. You got what you Mm -hmm. wanted in a little bit more, okay?
3: No, I I didn't want that match on Raw whatsoever. But, like I said, when Roman Reigns returns, he's still going to be that number two guy, or at least being pushed towards it. So, I don't think this is really going to be that big of a setback for him at all.
4: Uh, BG, thoughts on Roman Greengrass Reigns?
5: Please stop. Calm down, idiot. <laughs> Firstly, I have to go back to the match on Raw. It was still so stupid to have it. It would have made. I, I, it's terrible that Roman Reigns got hurt, but storyline wise, it would have been even better for Seth Rollins to come out and say that Roman Reigns can't be here to compete because he has surgery and he has to uh, forfeit. Like it was just that whole angle that played out would have been so much better if the match never happened because it never should have happened. So that's that was just a little rehash from last week. As far as the injury, I'm glad that he was able to get it fixed instead of trying to work through it at the pay per view and potentially hurt himself even more. Because the initial diagnosis, whether they want to say it's months and or years now, so that they could hype up his return when he eventually comes back quicker than he was supposed to They're pulling to a Cena on it. Right. They're going to say that, oh, he's supposed to be out four months here. He's back in seven weeks. Like, Can't wait till
3: he's working out in his PBR shirt.
5: Yes. But, uh, I- I'm glad that they were able to do that, to get the get the surgery done. That way, because, listen, the initial diagnosis was four to six weeks. He'd be able to come back for the Survivor Series and be in a high-profile match or return at the pay-per-view and maybe WWE would finally do something big at a pay-per-view. And even if... For some reason, he couldn't come back this year. There's no reason that he couldn't win the Royal Rumble or that he couldn't main event WrestleMania. He couldn't win the championship. I don't see how this derails anything that is potentially, not going to say it is, but potentially in the cards for him in 2015. I think it's clear to everyone he is going to be a major star. He is someone WWE is going to bank on. So for anyone that's out there like Donnie, saying, oh, this is such a good thing that we know he's not going to be pushed anymore. They're they're not going to see anything in him. Shut up. That's not what the case is going to be. He's still going to be one of the top guys in the business. It's face facts. That's the way it's going to be.
4: First thing is first, my friend. I think that uh, Roman Reigns, this is good for Roman Reigns. I didn't say this was ever bad for Roman Reigns. My thing is let's hold him to the same standard and cancel his push like all the guys that I like. Like, they've done that in the past. Who? I, they haven't canceled anyone's push. That's look look at Ziggler. <laughs> remember when Ziggler was world You champion. keep going. You're okay, right? you've
3: got one example. Brian, okay, Daniel awesome. Bryan,
4: dude. Daniel Bryan got hurt. Not an example. He's, he's going Rain- to
3: come back and win the Royal Rumble and Main Event WrestleMania, in my opinion. So, yeah, Ro- such a derailed push.
4: Roman Reigns needs this time off. while he- With the Lucky Land Sluts, you
0: can get lucky just about anywhere.
8: Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: He's away. Maybe he can learn to do some wrestling moves. I think when he comes back, it will be. <sighs> yeah, he's going to learn to do some wrestling moves while he's injured. That's real It, smart. W- it will be refreshed. Maybe he can play some video games and learn some things. He. A- w- the, he is a he's a he's a young guy. He's got the chance to come back and be a really big star. I get all that. I do get all that. But yeah, he I'm needs back. time. When he comes back, I hope he is coming back at a mid card, upper mid card level, and then works his way back slowly to the top before he's launched into the main event, like where he, he was. Wasn't staying. in the top. Yeah, see, he was in championship matches. He was in... Would you stop saying that? He was in a
3: fatal four-way. He was in a Money in the Bank match. These are not real championship matches. These are not one-on-one matches. These are not him against John Cena. These are not him against
5: Brock Lesnar. You don't say Kane's at the top. I don't see you bashing Kane or bashing (laughs) the storyline of Kane that he's at the top. (laughs) But Roman Reigns, all of a sudden, the same match as Kane is in is at the top, but Kane's not. Shut up. Well, Kane is up there.
3: Cesaro is in that match. Is he being pushed
4: to the top? He was. Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt? Who? Yeah, uh, who the hell is that? Speaking of Bray Wyatt, let's move on here. <laughs> yeah,
7: let's, let's move on when you're getting on. destroyed, yeah. yes.
4: Black Lesnar <laughs> is our champion, you guys. Did you see him? What? Last... Oh, no. Who? Did you... How about Paul Heyman? Did you what? hear Paul Heyman? Huh? No. What? Not on Raw? Huh? Okay, I, even if you guys don't like Bray Wyatt, the entire Wyatt family, not on Raw. What? <laughs> Why are you holding on? They're
7: nursing
3: think... Luke. Harper back to health. He has an eye thing.
4: Well, come out with a patch on. and look cool <laughs> as shit, dude. I saw he all the did.
5: Pictures. He did that. He looks
4: so mean and evil. <laughs> he's awesome. I want. I want a he's story. He's just the best.
5: I want, awesome.
4: Br- I want a story from Bray Wyatt about how Luke was looking wrong at something and he plucked his eyeball out and that's why he doesn't have an eyeball anymore. And then when they take it off, it's like ooh, just kidding. so he has
3: to wear an eye patch for the
4: rest of his career. Yeah, <laughs> or just keep his eye closed when he's in. <laughs> He's always winking at me. Uh, why wasn't the champion on TV? That's my question to you, Mike Yard. wasn't scheduled. And per
3: lies, he's supposed to have this adjustable contract. Probably doesn't have that. Hey, you never you, – So, listen, you know.
4: You never know. Probably
3: doesn't have that.
4: There were reports Paul Heyman was going to be there and just cut promos. Sure, there's always reports, aren't there? But he didn't. Yeah. Because he wasn't scheduled. Why? Why, though? Why was – Because in my opinion –
3: I'm not saying that it was right for Heyman not be scheduled. Lesnar, that's out of their hands, essentially. Lesnar, you know, he's the top guy. He can make his own schedule, essentially. But how, so hard, he, is it,
4: how hard is it to add one role? And it's only – the travel is like – you're right there. For, if he doesn't want to do it, he doesn't have to do it. Money talks. It comes down to that. Money talks, dude.
3: Yeah, and he's got a ton of it for doing what he already does, so no reason for him to add another raw onto his schedule. Uh, with regards to Heyman, you know, I, I would have loved to have seen Heyman. I think that obviously would have made Raw that so much more, so much better, as it always does. But what I think they were trying to do was just for Raw, this one Raw, was to kind of deflect the attention away from John Cena against Brock Lesnar have John Cena attempt to get his revenge against Seth Rollins, against the authority, and then move back to the focus being on him and Lesnar again. Because if you would have had Heyman there, or if you would have had Heyman and Lesnar there, then you couldn't have just had John Cena dealing with Rollins and the authority. You would have had to have John Cena dealing with Heyman and Lesnar too, and he would have been battling on all fronts, and I think that would have been a little too much for them to handle uh, creatively. Uh, because we know that they have issues with that based on the last few pay-per-views. Uh, but, you know, I think that's the direction. I think that's why they didn't book Heyman for the show. They probably didn't think it was necessary. They thought, you know, we're not going to have Brock Lesnar anyway, so we can wait a week on Paul Heyman. I have no doubt pa- Paul Heyman's going to be on next week. They just let the entire World Heavyweight Championship scene kind of simmer for one week.
4: That's a good thing to do when you only have one world title now. Exactly, why wouldn't you have, this is, this is a, a great example of why two world titles was the right way to go. Because you could have part-time Brock Lesnar holding the WWE title, no. and then have a world nobody title. Nobody would care no. about the World Nobody. Why, you, about the like world WWE a, championship. Dude, look, right on this tab, where are you? Here where comes was, Big on, Show with this World no, stop, Championship. No, stop, 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 On my point number three on this, Doc, is where was Brock Lesnar and Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt with the World Championship would have been a better idea. That would no. give him something to do? Yeah! That would be a horrible idea. No, you are ridiculous. You're, you're, you're an idiot. You're horrible. an idiot. If he's you're so good, where he been? I don't know. Don't ask me. It's the same way. Don't oh. listen. No, that, look, oh. that doesn't mean shit. How many good guys have not been so pushed properly? Much. Sorry, that's not my fault. That's a WWE's fault. Look at guys. We're just speaking of that. Look at the guys like Bo Dallas right now getting totally buried. Okay,
3: don't even put...
4: He's to getting totally buried table. right now, and he's good at what he does. Why would they do that? It he's not, make good. He's not good. He's not good. He's very, of the show. very good. Not good. Okay, so talk <laughs> about BG. Um, why wasn't Brock Lesnar there? Fuck Mike Yari.
5: I have major issues. I don't have major issues with Brock not being there. I have major issues with Paul Heyman not being there, who's, who is Brock Lesnar's advocate, who goes and does Brock Lesnar's dirty work and talking for him. So why isn't Paul Heyman coming out gloathing that his his beast is still the champion. It to me, it doesn't make any sense that Paul Heyman wasn't there. There's no, like I don't it, it, fine. Brock doesn't want to be there. Okay, I can deal with that. He's a part time champion. We've seen it for the past month. Fine, but Paul Heyman has been there for the past month. He should have been there. He needed to be there, as far as I'm concerned, because you're just left wondering like where where's the champion? What's going on with the championship? Now, as far as there needing to be two championships, that is stupid. It always was stupid. You have one company, there should be one championship. To say that it would have been so much better for Bray Wyatt to come (laughs) out with a championship is horrible because it it doesn't diffuse the fact that there's still a world champion that's not there. That's why I think Heyman should have been there. Now, as far as last night... The reason that John Cena and Seth Rollins are rivaling right now is because of the World Championship. So it puts the focus on the championship still. If you had another championship to try to defuse that, it looks stupid. And you know what? For a decade
4: it did look stupid. It didn't look as stupid far as I mean, it added depth to the card, which up. is just fine. So and
5: as far as Bray Wyatt not being there. Stop.
4: Shut up.
3: I remember Donnie desperately wanting the titles to be unified. That's just me.
4: Yeah, I don't remember that, but hey, yeah, I, you know, of course I, you I, don't. I could have, but listen, we're here now, and I don't like it. You were wrong? <laughs> Maybe. It feels like I was. It <laughs> uh, could have been wrong. Might have been wrong. Might've a couple wrong. months. wrong. Uh... not wrong. Maybe you're right.
5: <laughs> as far as Bray Wyatt not being there and not being on Night of Champions. Okay, it wasn't on Night of Champions, but why isn't he on a three-hour Raw, which is... Full of rematches and just drags on for no reason. It's it, on the promo for WWE 2K15. It, it's Like Christian, he's got they got nothing for him. It just didn't make any, <laughs> like why listen, the guy can't listen. The guy listen. Can't, can't work in the ring, but at least just have the Wyatt family in some type of segment. Let the tag
4: match happen.
5: Like him or not BG, why wasn't I mean, he not, there? Right. I know I know I don't disagree. He's a he's over. So why aren't you having your workers who are over on the roster, on the show? Instead, we have a rematch of Bo Dallas and Jack Swagger, which was not good last week. So why do we have it again?
3: He was doing a make-a-wish, uh, the Wyatt family.
5: Terrible. I only, and I actually kind of <laughs> like the idea that, like, Luke Harper, like, mouthed off to Bray Wyatt and Bray, like, popped him or something in the eye. Like, they could have done You could do something.
4: Anything. 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 anything was better anything. than listen like forty anything. minutes of the bunny listen. and a total diva's commercial in the form anything. of a match.
5: Anything. If you listen, anything. Right,
4: Donnie? I'm very angry at you now. <laughs> everything. I I just don't understand look, I don't care what I don't care what your feelings on Bray Wyatt. sack of potatoes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the, the fact that you're right, it's a it's if I'm going to Raw, if I'm going to any event, I would like to see Bray Wyatt because of the camera thing and the whole entrance mm-hmm. and the aura of those guys and their characters. And that would have just made this episode much more interesting if there was a 15 minute segment, 12 minute segment with the Wyatt family. But no, we got just uh, it was just jobber after goddamn jobber here. Mm-hmm. I don't. Was there- I, Good. Was there even mention of Chris Jericho? Who he's gone. Who I,
5: I gone? Mean, like what? Yeah, the I think they
3: said like Randy Orton beat that guy. Oh, okay. Like what,
5: what about
7: were... it? It, it? was a re- he's, he's on this... the lamb right now. This oh, was okay. a
4: reset, and it felt like they could, didn't hit the button. They just forgot to hit the button, and we're like, let's just do rematches and. It's like wow. a house show. It, it, it felt like very SmackDown ish to yeah. me, like to where it was like repeats of other things and SmackDowny. Like, Smack Smackdown ish Smack is what I'd go with. No? Okay, I whatever. Agree with, I agree with Downish. Okay, thank you. Okay, great. We can agree <laughs> on something that's completely useless and unbelievable. I'm going to disagree. I think SmackDowny ish. <laughs> okay, at this point. I
5: think they're um, both dumb,
4: actually. Yeah, we're all dumb. And everyone listening, this is dumber for it. Mm. <laughs> I feel like You're the welcome. guy Ranning in Happy Gilmore, <laughs> Billy Madison. Madison. Billy Madison, that's the one. They're all the same. Uh, what's next for Rusev? Shut up! <laughs> it's not Cena lie. Uh Is it Seamus? Also, Mark Henry cried and got tapped out. <laughs> and then he then he just flopped around. I, that's how I feel after a workout. That's <laughs> if you want to see me after workout, I'm Mark Henry just laying on the mat like oh, I you moving. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a four-hour show. It's made, too. So uh, thoughts on all this, Mike Yori?
3: Uh, I think that Rusev and Sheamus would make a lot of sense uh, for a few because, of course, Rusev should be going after the United States Championship. You would think yeah. he hates America. He can get the United States Championship. He can deface it. He can get heat that way. I mean, it's kind of an obvious storyline. I don't know why they don't have why they don't have more foreign heels go after the United States Championship, even though they don't care about the United States Championship at all. It's, at least literally, give
4: the, it's literally the easiest storyline you could write.
3: Yeah, at least give the illusion that you care by having the foreign heel so wait, take so, it and
4: so wait, face he, it. he's foreign? And, yeah. And that's an American title? Yep. Huh. With the, the that, with the stars and stripes all over it. Yeah, so. It doesn't mm-hmm. work though because Seamus is Irish as shit, so
3: Yeah, but he loves America, fella. I'm from uh, America now, fella. <laughs> New York yeah. City. And this is not to mention the fact that Sheamus versus Rusev would be a really good, hard-hitting, physical match. Sheamus against Cesaro, absolutely no build-up whatsoever. But in my opinion, that was the match of the night. What
4: do
7: we at we, night of
3: say, we, we
4: said in the build-up? On paper, yep, mm-hmm. arguably the best match on the card. Yep. It was an awesome match. We've seen it 35 times in the last three months, (laughs) and no, it was built on throwing it in each other's faces. Yep. So how about how about you
3: build an actual feud with the U.S. title, like you've been doing with the I.C. title? You give Rusev something, you know, go after the U.S. title. It makes a lot of sense. And then, hey, by proxy, you're putting Sheamus in a feud for the first time in ever. So yeah, please do that. And uh, are we still? Are going to go talk about Mark Henry and Big Show, too? Sure,
4: go ahead while, you, uh, while you're in yeah. it.
3: <laughs> as much as I love Jack Swagger, you guys know this. Yeah, I,
4: I, I saw him. He's a he's guy. Amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. No, he's Excellent not. No, Excellent
3: worker. Zeb really good. Zeb really good. With charisma over as hell. But <laughs> why is he the one who's passing out and not giving up when it should be Mark Henry doing that? Why is Mark Henry giving up? Why is he not passing out? The storylines are reversed.
5: That's
7: what he does.
3: Mark Henry is a former Olympian, um, an American hero, the world's strongest man, and he's tapping out twice to Rusev. It makes him look absolutely ridiculous. This goes all the way back to when he tapped out to John Cena in one second, and Donnie and I were pissed off beyond belief. This is essentially the same thing. Him tapping out to Rusev doesn't fit his character whatsoever. Makes absolutely no sense to me why they would book him that way. He loses all credibility. He didn't really have a ton of credibility be- yeah. to begin with because they weren't building him as anything until he went after Rusev, and now you have him lose two matches by submission. I, I don't get that. You know, I-, I don't get that style of booking for a monster face like Mark Henry.
4: Let me say something here. I'm gonna interject this. Uh, Big Show was on. Was it Stone Cold's podcast or JR's podcast? I was, he was on one of those, uh, and he talked about just not letting everybody slam him, not letting everybody kind of man you him. You mean like Eric he... Rowan? Hmm. No, no, no. Big Show was talking about himself when he learned. Yeah, it. Eric Rowan <laughs> freaking
3: slammed him twice
4: <laughs> easily. Oh no! no oh no! Uh, but dude, but I'm just saying he was right about <laughs> so do right. what I say, not as I do. Uh, but, <laughs> but he was talking to Stone Cold about how uh, Stone Cold was kind of like messing with him. And he kind of, like, went back at Stone Cold and shit, that's when he learned, like, I can do this. I'm the bigger dude. I can do whatever the hell I want to do pretty much. Oh, that's not – I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's talking – because he grabbed he grabbed him by his it pants was... and he pulled him in a wedgie. And then Stone Cold kind of gave him a hard shot and said, like, don't do that, kid. And Big Show's yeah. like, okay, dude. And straight <laughs> on his chest. And he's like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what a guy like – I don't think Mark Henry has that, and that's the problem. I think Mark Henry's like, yeah, whatever, I'll tap. Whatever. I don't care. I'm at the point of my career where I'm making money hand over fist. I don't care. Well, I'll tap. Well, it shouldn't be his that's, responsibility. That's it should be yeah, the that's...
3: creative team's responsibility yeah, and not that's book him stupidly. Show, that's not
5: what but what he was talking about though, he wasn't talking about creative. He was talking about in the ring oh, no, like I... letting people work him around.
4: I and, but I get that, but I'm getting when in the backstage area that's also a mentality. If you have that mentality, you're like, "No, I can't let myself get tapped out. I I don't accept that. I'm sorry, creative. I'm not going to do that." Well, then the you're
3: way. kind of a hard person to work with. Well, guess what? I
4: yeah, from, from from yeah, from what I read in wrestling though, that's all it is. That's all this is, dude. Yeah, but
5: he's, I mean, you could look at it like Mark Henry's trying to put over Rusev
7: that's to That's what be I'm saying, he did. Heel, so.
4: What I'm saying is I think he's at the point of his career where he's like Jericho and it doesn't matter to him. He's just there. He'll pull, tap out. He doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? It's part of his character now. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Mm. And that's sad because I like Mark Henry and it shouldn't be happening. I agree with you, Mike, here. The whole thing, I agree with you. BG, thoughts on all this?
5: All right, first, it was just about the Russo versus Henry match. Uh, fine match. I mean, expect it to be a fine match. I had no problem with Henry. I mean, kind of a problem, but not a big problem with him tapping out to the uh, accolade. But I had a problem with there being a fucking rematch on Raw <laughs> the next night. Like, we just had a pay-per-view, and then the next night we had Ziggler versus Miz and Henry versus Rusa that were on the pay-per-view. Like, just stop that. Just stop it. Like, you have three hours. Like, there should be enough enough creative uh, juices flowing to have different matches than what we just saw the night before. So that's my big problem there. As far as what's next for Rusev, I, I've been saying it for a, uh, weeks now, that it should be Sheamus. He is the, the U.S. champion. Sheamus is a great worker. He's over. He's, he's so stale that maybe this would inject some life with him, like, just, you know, defending America, doing something to go up against Rusev. And as Kiari said, as we've all said time and time again when it comes to U.S. championship, it's so easy to have a foreigner go after the championship. Have him win it and make it the Russian championship. Change the logo. Change it all. It would be it would a great storyline.
4: And then have yeah. Kurt Angle come back. Or bring the European championship back or something like that. No. Or he's. Yeah, he's it's right. A, it it, so it worked. So. It worked for Cesaro. See, Cesaro. It was written for Cesaro so perfectly. But whatever. We're not gonna. Yeah. That was when that's. That's when that feud with you Sheamus know, first started nine years ago.
5: And I understand, like, you can't do the same thing of like the foreign heel going after and then facing the championship and then trying to rename it. Like, you can't do it every time. But here, when was you the have, last time they just never time? do it? Why? Yeah, Why don't, they don't do it. So, like, fucking do it.
4: Yeah, it's they've so been easy. going so national. <laughs> they've been going so nationality based. I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. But I, I said right. this a couple of years ago with Lord Tensai, and they didn't do it. Lord do it Ten- with Rusev. Lord Tensai was so awesome. He was so methodical. <laughs> to be
3: honest, I I don't want to get into a whole Lord Tensai thing here. He was awesome. Uh, You're right. He was awesome. awesome. Yeah, well, if they want to awesome. put like one second of effort into booking him, he beat John Cena. Would have been fine. Hmm. Yeah. Remember that? He, he, remember he, he beat, beat CM
4: Punk or Phil Brooks. Dude, he was. I love him. I loved him. Yeah, well, that's good. I love me more You did. Now. That was really good. Okay. Are we going to
3: play Ten song? No. Yeah.
4: no. No, no, no. Oh. I have plans for songs. Right? I don't mm-hmm. even need BG. Take that. Um, I think it's Sheamus versus Rusev. I could see uh, Cena eventually when he's done with Brock Lesnar going on to, to fight Rusev per report. That's why he was in the main event or some lie. Uh, that <laughs> would be interesting at least. Uh, I do not see Kurt Angle showing up anytime soon.
5: Well, um, you're wrong.
4: Although he I mean, did. See, remember, he told us that he was going to announce it before his contract was up? Well, He was joking. Out.
5: Psych. I could see, <laughs> I could see Big Show versus Rusev before Seamus and Rusev, though.
4: Okay, I could see Big Show coming out and be like, You messed with my friend? Yeah. That way mm-hmm. you messed with my friend? Now you got to mess with me before we do this tag team. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's how that ends. This tag team gimmick. Uh, and <laughs> yes, I think that's what happens. I think Big Show probably eventually gets in there, then Mark Henry has to wait till he's done, and then they form a tag team. Speaking tag team. Oh, whoo, transitions, gold and stardust, <laughs> they finally Ugh. capture the cosmic key, good transition, dude, <clears throat> maybe you should host, no, it's gold just, dust and stardust, just kidding, no, it's not, it's gold, gold and, stardust. and stardust, for whatever reason, yes, that's right, because the dust was bestowed, uh, BG rants, uh, like a stupid idiot, like Kane, corporate Kane, okay, but yes, this was awesome, Golden stardust, steal the show, awesome, cosmic key, they got it, good, me? Yeah, gold dust, gold dust paint, awesome, by the way. Hard fart victory. <laughs> Hard
7: fart victory, dude.
4: Awesome. Uh,
5: yes, Goldust always has great face paint. Love me some Goldust. He's awesome. Stardust, though, <laughs> fucking sucks.
7: <laughs> no, he, <laughs> he does He's awesome. <laughs> he's
5: that fucking awesome. blows. His promos suck. Well, like, he should be the one in the background barely speaking, and Goldust should really be the one speaking because he's always been great. No, he's put but his it's brother pretty much over, like the over, It's like the other way around. Like, Stardust shut up. He sucks. He's so bad. But finally, my fantasy team gets some points. That is Honestly. true. Finally, and all this is about. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the rant was I, about. I drafted them for this very reason because I knew at some point they would win the championship.
4: Is that why you've been sucking for so long? Because you've been waiting. Mm-hmm. You like, you're like the viper. He's lying in the weeds. I have the Viper on you're like the, you're, you're like the Viper, but it's been stepped on like 40 times before you ever start. Now you're like, oh, shit, I'm all left up. Now I'm like minus 50. before. I, what's your, what is you? your score? No, we'll wait. We'll wait. Please tell about the actual content of the WWE instead of fantasy, please. Me or BG? Uh, really anybody. Just get away from BG. Okay. Oh, well, that would not, mean I would not talk. Not anybody. Okay. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll talk. Yeah, uh... please. God damn it. Please. <laughs>
3: uh i'll say this i thought that match was really entertaining uh, usos against Goldust and stardust uh they had pretty good chemistry in the ring it was a good opener to the pay-per-view uh, and that you know you could say that for a lot of the pay-per-view the matches in ring wise were good just not real impactful uh with that said i mean i'm not a fan of this team at all because of stardust like bg said absolutely terrible gimmick i've been saying this for weeks and weeks and weeks it's not a good gimmick. It makes no sense. He dresses up kind of like his brother, talks about the galaxy in a manner which nobody understands, hisses like a cat, which I'm not understanding why that's a thing. Uh, I, I, it's just not a good gimmick at all. I mean, I'm fine with taking the titles away from the Usos because they've had them since, like, March, and there was nobody left for them to face unless you bring the Ascension up eventually. Uh, there's no other heel tag teams for them to go up against. Uh, so I guess it's fine that you can kind of you change the direction a little bit. Uh, but, you know, w- what are you going to really do with Goldust and Stardust? Who are they going to face? Because they have the Usos on SmackDown. They're going to beat the Usos. And then you move on. Do you do Mark Henry and Big Show? Or are they going to go back to being a tag team? Is Big Show going to pick him up by his bootstraps and try to get his uh, confidence back up? I don't know, because you really don't have any other options there either. So... Not a good tag team division. That's kind of the moral of the story here.
4: I like it. I like the idea of Golden <laughs> stardust going against Mark Henry and Big Show. That would work for me for the title. As long as Mark
3: Henry and Big Show win.
4: I would like to see the Uzos in the Ascension. I think this is the perfect opportunity uh, to have the Ascension come, and they take oh. on the Uzos, and they, they, they attack them, and that's their first real feud there. That, again, leaves the Wyatt family out in the cold. Um, but I think that eventually you can get them involved with the title scene, and then maybe that's how you break Golden Stardust up. Uh, is when they start break they start breaking down. Okay, they're never going to break up. Feuds never going to
3: happen. Let's just not even pretend like it is go- like it's going to happen anymore. It's going
4: to happen at some point. I it's just, been years, seemingly. I lo- I like them together. I like the two brothers together. I think it really works for them. I like yeah. Stardust when it's Cody Rhodes in Goldust. No, I like Stardust a lot. I like I like him Why? Being Stardust because I-, I think that he is funny in his promos, the way that uh, nah, Goldust was back in the day. I think no that he- Goldust made sense and he was clever. Well, I think that I think the Gold uh, Stardust is very entertaining. Uh, I think that he's very talented in the ring. I think that sure. him and yeah, his- Cody him-
3: Rhodes is very talented in the him ring. Him and
4: absolutely. his brother work very well together, and I think their combination is- it works really well. I like it a lot. I like it a lot.
5: I like it a lot.
4: I like it a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay, thoughts? Uh, let's go on. Uh, is someone yelling for you, Mike Yuri? Yeah, I heard that. No. Yeah, someone yelled for you. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Your mom's like, are you masturbating down there? Oh, <laughs> mom, shut up. I'm on the phone. My friend's talking No, nope. Can't,
3: Can't say that's a conversation that would ever happen.
4: AJ, she knows not the knock between certain hours.
3: Yeah, when I have to talk if, to your. Stupid if, face. if
4: I'm alone and the door is rocking, don't come knocking. Uh, AJ Lee wins a title. M Chai is an embarrassment, and the and my favorite part, I quit her. So that's all. So thoughts on all that women's division? Uh,
3: yeah, I don't really know what to make of the women's you're, division. You're an embarrassment.
4: No. See, you're an embarrassment. <laughs> I was right. Br- Nikki was so right about you. She calls mm-hmm. you an embarrassment, and then and then my favorite one, a quitter. <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> one. <laughs> she, yelled, she was just naming things, and then just. I thought uh, she was like
3: really building to something when she said that.
4: Yeah, but she just said a quitter like again. She just, that's her go-to. She
3: said one. that a lot of times already. She's like, you're a quitter. My favorite again. one. Is AJ versus Paige still? That's gonna be a feud still.
7: Because that's like what that. it kind
3: of seems like you're yeah. doing Nikki and Bree. What's the main event. I mean, You're going to do Paige and AJ again? They've had so many singles matches.
4: In the Hell in a though. Remember The Miz and uh, Ziggler were going to trade titles back and forth per BG? Mm-hmm. It happened. They th- yeah, yeah they're, they're also doing that in the Divas division. Same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so, so. That's, I mean, they have the good matches,
3: thing. but it's just we've seen it so many times before.
4: How about Paige on commentary? It was something. She was there. She was mm-hmm. there.
5: I didn't mute my TV. Oh.
4: Okay. I don't Does that know. mean you're dead? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> I, I, get, I get sarcasm alert, not strong with this one. <laughs> Comprehension yes, yes. skills, not strong. I see. I, didn't, I can't even remember them. They were just ridiculous. Okay, uh, let's go on to my next point. Um, you guys, this is my favorite one. Uh, Bo Dallas gets buried. And then I drop him in fantasy because he taps out two times in a row. Why is Bo Dallas a jobber? Is it because that one guy doesn't believe in him and he's, like, friends with uh, Vince or something? He's not good. He, his character is at least something worthy of building in the mid-card, dude. You're talking about guys like Val Venus in the Attitude Hour. He could be a character in that same vein. He's nothing mid-card. like
3: Val Venus was awesome.
4: Okay, he's a mid-card storyline guy with a character. So
3: is Jack Swagger, and he's better. Okay.
4: That, that, well, then why why is this happening again? Why you, I already saw this. Sorry, you saw this already. You had to make sure you knew that Bo Stop. Dallas is a
3: jobber. <laughs>
4: <Twice>. <laughs> Not, and now you know. No, I guess, uh, yeah, I really do know. I had to drop him. <laughs> I was just sad. Uh, BG. Yep. And why Bo Dallas gets better? You have to admit, it's his, his character is at least funny. It's, come on. He fucking sucks. The Bo his dog. Character is, oh, dog. His character is better off if he loses. Uh, it's not because it doesn't make sense. He's got to he's got to rub it in people's faces. Shouldn't so even means be on the hurts.
5: fucking roster. The only reason he's there is because they have three hours to fill
4: doing rematches. <sighs> this how many times re- are you gonna see this? How much? This wasn't even a rematch of the pay per view. This was like a rematch from SmackDown. The rematch from Raw. I think they did it on SmackDown too, didn't they? Yeah, they did on both. So three oh my times god. Times Third. It's, a, it's a, a program that lasted a week. Mm-hmm. Check out this. It's awesome. That's how you end stuff uh let's go on okay i'm gonna start with you mike chiari because i'm sure you're gonna talk for hours about this uh miz and ziggler uh i know bg's got a so bg just jump in when mike chiari's why was this a quick hit uh because i don't know just because it this how it's how it shook out uh miz and ziggler swap titles sandow is a god bg rants mike chiari you start why do i why do i rant you'll see i would think he would know but okay yeah, uh, sure. Because he's gonna complain about the, the him calling this and stuff. You know what I mean? Complain about being right. Okay.
3: Well, I will complain about it to some degree. Not, I don't have a problem with them swapping titles. I have a problem with them swapping it like the next night. I mean, why would you not kind of build this toward the next pay per view? I mean, if you're going to keep it going, then why would you not have the Miz wait? Or, I'm sorry, have Dolph Ziggler wait a month to cash in his rematch clause? I think that's my issue here. We have so many rematches. From uh, Night of Champions last night, like you said, BG, and then they just give away the title change. I mean, I I don't think that made a lot of sense, but I am happy to see the program continue to some degree, even if they have to do it by playing hot potato with the title. Because, again, I think this is one of the few mid-card feuds or, you know, anything below the main event scene that they actually have put time into, put effort into, made an actual storyline uh, and you know I'm thoroughly uh, entertained by Miz and Dolph Ziggler everything that they do. Uh, one thing I do want to rant about is having Florida Georgia Line <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. Why why was that a thing? That took away from an entertaining match to be perfectly honest with you. It, they they didn't fit there whatsoever. They knocked down Miz Dow, which was totally rude. I, I mean I can't stand those guys. I don't know why WWE thinks they're amazing. Are they like some? Are they popular? Yeah, they're, because huge, I've honestly, they're
4: hugely popular among country music fans. Because I've
3: never heard of them other than when.
4: Because you're not on a WWE. country music fan.
3: No, not at all.
4: You don't hunt. But, shoot out of your truck. I, I just—I've well, shot out of my truck and I hunt, so I'm talking about myself. So that, suck that it honestly,
3: you had five guys on commentary. It honestly did take away from the match a little bit, but I—oh
4: wait, that, wait. So you're telling me two guys who hardly know anything about the product made it hard to deal with it? two guys who don't even know the name of? Trip oh to the yeah, troops? he's like, well, yeah, I'm so excited to be part of the the show. Ted, Teddy, why don't you tell him what show part Because I forgot totally. What forgot? What forgot? That going troops about. gimmick. And then that the, the other dude's like, I don't fucking know either. Something with the troops. We're here. to work excited. What is it? Tribute to the troops. Tribute to the troops. That's what I said.
3: Who would play your stunt double? Dale Earnhardt Jr. for sure. Oh like, shit! Who the hell cares? That that was terrible. I love the. Depth. Get that away from Ms. and Dolph Ziggler, please.
4: No, and let me let me mention something right here. Sandow is the best. <laughs> he is the best. He, he is- pulled
3: an Ava Marie. He wasn't injured at all, but he was pretending to be yes. for the sake of Miz. Exa- I,
4: I saw on the side <laughs> him doing arm bars and whole rest.
0: With the Lucky lands slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Uh, the figure four was locked into nobody on the outside, so he was just
3: going. It's... I love it when they show him like standing next to each other and then the Miz will do something, and then you'll see Sandel like look at him for a yeah, second and then do something. He's looking at him all the
4: time! His eyes are constantly like, what's
3: he doing? What's he doing? And the paper icy title last yes. night.
4: Oh my god. Miz
3: needs to get the title back so they can go back to that.
4: No, Miz needs to start carrying around the paper one. <laughs> I read. I read a really good storyline about this. I, it, it's a very intriguing idea that you have. Since Miz has been um, substituting Sandow in his place for matches, like that's a stunt double actually taking his spot. Let let uh, Sandow win the title by accident or something like that, and he he like doesn't. But you would know it's him. It, he doesn't want to give it up. Well, like I said, it could be. Uh, it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you could do it. So of course you don't know. I, I, on the on the surface it was great idea mm-hmm. until logic had, just, had to I just come ju- into play I just, like push dirt away from the dirt that's a song from georgia southern line or whatever it was <laughs> Dirt. yeah what the hell were they that's talking about, about dirt
7: see I just we
4: just we just go I mean, there's no reason it's rant uh pg did you rant did you want more rants i didn't
5: get to rant okay. about being right about this like okay. call this, this. Uh, once again they have another rematch on raw As much as I hate rematches on Raw from the pay-per-view the night before, I kind of understood this one because it gives that sense of unpredictability to Raw that, hey, a title change can happen on Raw. It's not just the champion always retains it. So I kind of appreciate that, especially because you know it's going to continue, whereas you know Rusev and Henry really is not going to continue. So I'm okay with that, especially they build to to a Hell in a Cell match. Not the Hell in a Cell match, but a match at the pay-per-view.
4: Why can't why can't John Cena do stuff like this? Like when he's getting rolled up by his tights he rolls under and rolls them up by their tights and like it shows a a touch of heel, a touch of character. Why can't John Cena lose a match by getting rolled up? Oh, just have Brock Lesnar schoolboy him and fucking Not necessarily bro just like how about
0: hey,
3: you're having a match sometime with some random guy and he beats you with a roll up. Do you look
4: weak if you lose with a roll up? No. Uh, I don't know, ask every other person besides John Cena that question. Yeah, everybody else knows. I'm pretty sure uh one of the is it Cameron? Pretty sure her <laughs> finisher is a roll up. It's so a girl No, bye. it's girl, uh,
3: split up. onto a lying face down opponent into
4: count a count it, Rev
3: <laughs> What
4: do you want me to count? <laughs> like what? Five. Let me
3: count the ways this is not a correct pinning combination.
4: One <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> The bunny theory, apparently per this internet on the scoop scoopville, uh, the bunny is Sami Zayn that and it, Justin Gabriel and Justin Gabriel and it is Darren, and Darren, and Darren Young. Young. Okay, so That's a lot of people. Who's, who's the bunny, Mike who's, And Hector Guerrero. Okay, let's ignore who, because it, it, it could be somebody different every week. Like Manic was in TNA. Uh, okay, I don't care who it is. Who is it going to be? Because it's obviously going to be somebody now. I hope the storyline gets dropped before it becomes anything. <laughs> the States, it's hornswoggle. Yeah, exactly. Nice. It, it, it was nice. hornswoggle oh, all oh along. God. No, you know, hornswoggle it's, and it's El Torito on each other's shoulders. Pre-Kali, Are you kidding me? Great Kali. You just took my idea. What?
3: What hornswoggle? hornswoggle.
5: Oh, I no, I, or, no it's, and it's, El
3: Torito
4: on each other's shoulders. Oh, that's really cartoonish too. <laughs> but no, I thought uh, if it's not that, if it's not, not them on each other's shoulders. Uh, I love great Khali. Like, they just put him in the same thing. It's all short on his arms. And they play it off like nothing. They're like, oh, it was Kali all over. you remember that time when he did the, the uh, frog but, like, splash? That's you remember that time he bent down? <laughs> he just comes to the ring all big and wide like he does. With the head just barely fitting on his giant head. His, <laughs> his jaw all sticking out underneath. i would be perfect. That's, I like that.
5: the bunny. He's a lot better than the rose
4: oh well, that's true. I like Adam Rose. It just this is this is hold no. on. I see a common thread in NXT guys just getting the shaft once they hit the main stage,
7: dude.
3: Here's the problem: these aren't what's the, the ready for prime time player NXT guys. They're the mid card NXT guys. Well, then why are they up here? Because We're, what's left for
4: them to do in NXT? They, regardless, what about Adam Rose. Hold on, if if I—that's not your job, Mike. You, you as a creative member, I don't give a fuck why he's here. You need to write a story for him, and you need to make it entertaining to the people who watch this program. Some people are just
3: enhancement talent
4: when it comes down to it. He's winning! He's winning! Yeah, he well, he shouldn't up. even be doing that. But Her that's the thing. You're not. You're not. You're just giving guy this guy. There's no direction. What is Adam Rose? He sells uh, B- Budweisers or, or Long Island iced teas or oh, something. Those. And those
7: yeah, it? twisted awful.
4: tea. Budweiser. <laughs> Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> when I want a headache in the morning, I gotta drink Budweiser. Awful. <laughs> awful. 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 Okay, so that's it. Who's the bunny? Quick thoughts, Mike, are Who's the bunny? Uh, <laughs> Hector who said Hector I, Guerrero because that was the right I answer. did <laughs> Hector Guerrero is the right answer the gobbledygook he, oh my god it's oh my It's what is this Remember a it's a returning ginger Mahal getting his revenge and mean, he's leader Mean Gene selling the the turkey was the best oh <laughs> yeah this is oh. the greatest thing I've ever seen what the hell is this what, <laughs> it's, it's cracking <laughs> thank you so much for trying <laughs> Okay, that's it for WWE. Anything else? Night of Champions, SmackDown, Main Event, NXT, so much. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Anything else? Is it my Brock scream mean we're moving on? I think that mean that's a transition. What'd you give it? How many Brock screams out of five <laughs> did you give it? Ah, ah, ah! Three out of five. <laughs> How many screams? The pay-per-view? Yeah. Two. Two screams at, ha, ha! Uh, BG, how many screams out of five? Same. Six, ha, ha! Perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. I it. You're, I no,
3: know. you're supposed to do one and then, like, draw out the the last one. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you did it
4: wrong. I mean, why are you telling me it's not <laughs> an... In, it's an imperfect science, so there's no <laughs> method to stop. Do not overanalyze this. Speaking of not overanalyzing things, here's music I created for our next segment. Smarks say the darndest i so hit that music.
6: Smarks. Say the darndest thing. No telling what, no telling when, never a no moment. You think you know, they'll surprise you again, saying what they wanna. They're gone tomorrow, right here today they
4: have to say Smart say smart say
6: smart say
4: all those magical things that come from the say smart say smarks say, smarks say. Smarks. guys smarks say the darnest things this is a hit segment on this show what we do is after a pay-per-view we write articles you go on the internet Maybe not you exactly, but people go on the internet. It, hopefully it's not you. Sorry if it is. But if, if people. Not sorry. Not sorry. People go. <laughs> people are so angry. Their emotions are, are still brewing. Their insides are boiling. They're so angry at the outcomes of pay. Regardless of what the pay per view outcome is, they're already angry. Their lives suck. They're like, ah!
7: Ah! <laughs> and
4: they go on <laughs> and they're commenting. About these things, and we find the most angry and hateful and smarky comments there are, and we read them to you guys, and you enjoy them because you're not them, hopefully. Okay. Uh, so let's go, Mike Chiari. This is at BleacherReport.com. Go on Team Stream app, get all this stuff, and go read other people's uh, failures in life. Go ahead, Mike Chiari. starts off with a rousing number one. I'm just glad that football
3: and some of my shows start back up so that I won't waste my time watching the WWE anymore.
4: Oh, he's done. He's done. The
3: show has gotten stupid, and yet they wonder why the ratings are down. Ooh. Hope everyone else has something better to watch instead of watching this show get dumber.
4: <laughs> oh shit!
3: <laughs> I, I don't think I, they wonder why the ratings are down. I think they know.
4: Yeah, they they they. You know what they're wondering? Why the show get dumber? Why the Ooh. show
3: get dumber?
4: <laughs> get it? Okay, number <laughs> that's good. Number two. That's a good tone. That sets the tone for the rest of these. It's a little long. Hateful. But that was super smarky. So I wonder how he enjoyed Raw, because I, I loved know he it. Watched. I know he watched.
5: <laughs> Ruined the pay per view again. Cena was supposed to get the title, but at least that jerk Rollins
4: didn't. Ooh, so how so was real. Cena supposed to get the title? Because
5: uh, it's, it,
0: it's
4: real. Because it's still still real. To him, damn it. Yeah, I saw a great mem, and it's, the, it's still real to me. Damn it, guy. But it's saying it's he's still gets it to me. Damn it.
7: <laughs> That's so, BG from last I week. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Uh,
4: okay, number three. What's not believable about it? Henry can barley wrestle. Barley?
7: <laughs> oh,
4: shit. So, who, what's not. He brews his believable? own beer. But Henry can barley wrestle. I think it's wrestling on barley. It's a new mm. kind. That's how they like squishing grapes, but for beer. Mm. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Four. Fire Mark Henry. Get rid of
3: his sorry as. I know it, the script. But Henry sucks. I won't watch him in another match, period. Oh, shit. With an exclamation point after it, which kind of.
4: Remember when. Uh, period
3: exclamation point.
4: After everything. JBL. What is this? An email from me? This is him. <laughs> what is this? An email from me? Uh, exclamation <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, JBL was like 318 million people let down, Michael. So this I feel like this dude buys it. This dude, like, loves JBL. He's like, yeah, he's right. I'm one of them. Get rid of a sorry ass. And with these, because that's not in the script. Okay, <laughs> number five, please. This
5: is getting childish. Veterans like Mark Henry are putting Rusev over. Just ask Kurt Angle to wrestle a match over in WWE, and let's see how Rusev fares.
7: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's
5: real. It's damn oh, real.
4: It is damn real. Good, Good one. Good one, Mike. <laughs> Marvel. That was a good <laughs> joke, Michael. Uh, yeah, so yes, let's say it's Kurt Angle. Oh, he's going to resign with TNA. That's what I heard. Nope. Okay, uh, number six. WTF is wrong with the WWE writers. I know it is scripted, but to have Henry tap out with what Russia is doing in the real world? That's <laughs> I'm done with WWE. <laughs> First it was The Undertaker. Now this? So over with the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh yes well, I can't believe what Russia's doing in the real world. Literally I i don't believe it. It's awful what they're doing, but uh please this is not reality. Don't do this to me, guy.
3: He's done. First Undertaker's streak ending and then Mark Henry losing a match. That's
4: by tapping out though. It's not just a match. <coughs> he, he was representing oh. This is yeah. another JBL disciple. I know, he is. There's <laughs> he, listen, read the Layfield report or whatever it was. <laughs> Check out my my scoops, my opinions. Uh, number seven, <laughs> friend of the show, friend of the show, by the way. Never again, though. Number seven. I wish you
3: speed recovery, Roman, my son. Love you so, so much.
4: <laughs> no, uh, you comment. You got the comment wrong. <laughs> no, that's uh No, you, he's, he's not calling Roman his son. <laughs> his, my oh, son. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, it's, I like, it's like God would sound like he was talking to my I wish you speed recovery, my son. <laughs> so no, that's not it. It would have been, been way better. better if that's what it was. Yeah, if the screen name who left the message was Jesus three two one or something like that. <laughs> three Jesus three sixteen rains, Jesus, mama. Jesus three sixteen says, <laughs> I just saved your ass. <laughs> so. Uh, Stone Cold Jesus Christ is my new favorite, by the way. Blasphemy. We're going to hell. Whatever. Uh, number eight, please. No, no, no. Read number seven again. I need it again. One more time. Okay.
3: Probably I wish you speed recovery, Roman. My son love you so, so
4: much. So this is BG's mom. That's what this is. I got it. Okay. Go number eight, please. <laughs> Didn't to watch it, but about to get on WWE
5: Network getting weaker every second if I don't watch it. <laughs> what?
4: So he's like, he's like feeds off of it. He's like this like a superhero. He's like Samson, but instead of Harry, he needs the network.
5: That was weird, man. What did okay. you do when you first saw that? I Listen,
4: give me another bump <laughs> of that one. I want it again. Listen, give me another
5: bump of it. Listen. Listen, didn't to watch it, but about to get on <laughs> WWE Network, getting weaker every second if I don't watch it. <laughs> no That's... punctuation.
4: Either. Not
3: watching. That's a this good is... one kryptonite that that
5: might be the best one number nine please oh
4: that's That's, me that's you you're 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 (sighs) having manners to yourself another yourself please another awfully scripted pay-per-view the wwe will never get 999 out of me again unless something seriously changes i'm tired of seeing it and i'm tired of poorly scripted ppvs it's like watching an early 90s soap opera on TV. We get it. You don't care about your fans anymore. The product you guys are putting out is a complete joke compared to the late 90s and early 2000s. <laughs> so BG wrote this, apparently. <laughs> O2. So oh, Attitude era apologist flipping out. So, mm, okay. You're welcome. Okay, so thank you. Number 10.
3: I'm beginning to wonder if Triple H and Stephanie hate America. <laughs> Either that, or Vince is really trying hard to sell more subscriptions on the foreign market. Ooh, look at this analysis.
7: (laughs) (laughs) This
4: is some deep shit, dude. Is this
3: another thing about Rusev winning a match? Yeah, I... What, okay.
0: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
4: Mike, Hiari, I messaged you last night. I said, Guess which match has the most hate more than anything yeah. else in the Yep. And you're like, I don't Rusev. know, Miz, randomly. You know what I mean? And I said, No, it's Rusev for some reason because everyone's tired of America getting beat down. America. America. I don't think they understand. Like, you're building toward America no, eventually. That's, that's going not it, this. dude. You're trying to sell more subscriptions in Russia. Yeah, right, right. Come on, Mike. Get with the program. Dude? I'm sorry. Number 11, please. The Hold thing
5: is clear. Brock is still the champ and Cena is going to have to turn if he is going to be champ again. So let not go into what if Cena needs to turn for the good of his career period. Dot 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 dot.
4: What? (laughs) To be continued that point. So so, so let me just read the second half of this and just so let not go into what if Cena needs to turn for the good of his career period. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I read that and I was like, I couldn't eat most of these you can see like, okay, he believes this. It may not be right, it may even be stupid, but at least I can comprehend. So it was from a it?
3: Russian wrote that. So
4: let not let so let's not go into what they've seen and need to turn <laughs> for the good of his career period.
3: See, that's pretty good if you think it if you just imagine but, it's no, a foreign I still person.
4: Don't get what, he needs <laughs> he's not gonna turn he needs to turn for the good of his career period. Yeah. Uh, let's not go that, into that. that, that, that Okay, let's not get, let's not go into that. Okay, fair enough. But okay. let's let's though. <sighs> okay, number 12, final one. Rusev is so overrated, just like Bo Dallas. Where do WWE get the wrestlers at these days? You kind of messed up though cuz there's Wrestles like wrestlers
3: are
4: <laughs> Oh man, I didn't even see. Okay, wrestlers or Rusev is so overrated, just like Bo Dallas. Where did WWE get the wrestler? Wrestler at these days. (laughs) Period. 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 It's it's an epidemic. That's not how you end sentences. TMZ is just ruining things for everybody. That's not how you end sentences. TMZ is just making it all right. Just like ellipses, uh, quotes here. Let's just uh, let's. You know what? No sourcing, Fuck sourcing.
5: It It needs more ellipses.
4: Can you capitalize this whole line? John Cena's John Cena got hurt. Buy a, I don't know, I, I don't even have anything. Street sweeper. street sweeper. Dot, dot, dot. But he's okay. <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> what is this? Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, TMZ, ruining journalism. Mike, you are, what's your favorite?
3: Uh, it's got to be Roman, my son.
4: <laughs> ah, yes, read it, listen, read it your way this time.
3: Okay. I wish you speed recovery, Roman, my son. Love you so, so much.
4: <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I'll message you back after work.
5: Uh, okay, BG. That was Mrs. Wild Samoan that <laughs> said him that. Uh, BJ. It, if, it, if that's how it was, that would have been my favorite, but it wasn't. My favorite is the next one. Didn't to watch it, but about to get on WWE Network, getting weaker every second if I don't watch it.
4: That's that's really good. <laughs> I, I feel like, like I said, I feel like he's a hu- superhuman, who only gets power from wrestling.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: mm-hmm. Do we, do we, can I tell you a secret? Like someone, Captain Planet. S- someone followed us on Twitter, and they're The Undertaker. They think they're The Undertaker. Nice. Oh, for real? Like, for real. For real? Like, it's like That's Undertaker point two or two mm-hmm. point 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 Like, not Hardy? Like, point two. .0? .2. <laughs> it's only, he's only like a fifth of... He's
3: Undertaker. a fraction of The Real Undertaker. <laughs> oh,
4: okay. I thought... <laughs> I think it's a little kid. I'm not sure. It's very, just very funny, so... Don't laugh at him. We're not going to support you bullying, so don't be jerks. Um, But whatever. I'm beginning to wonder if Triple H and Stephanie hate America. Either that or Vince is really trying hard to sell more subscriptions on the foreign market. I felt like that was um just such a dirt sheet thing that was <laughs> I feel like if,
3: if we are a source rusev's been among a lot because they're broke and they need some foreign subscriptions
4: i feel like if we just said this like as a plant on the show like as part of our segment and we really like went all in on it it mm-hmm. would end up on some scoop scoop per sauce so uh stuff
5: does. triple h hates hates
4: america and uh, yeah, and uh, the, the apparently not good in the Russian market. they've got a, they've got appeal for some, so they're letting him win. <laughs> comprehension not good with the Russian market. Yes, Mark said don't understand that was a good one. That, it wasn't many this week. We had to cut it down,, uh, but that was good, right? It's always good. Okay. So you know another thing that's always good, is our continued attempt to take down the dirt sheets? Uh, they send their minions at us week after week. We lay, we lay waste. They come back. You know what I mean? They have an army, a deep army. We will beat them eventually. They will shut. We will shut them down. But until then, the dirt sheet busters are on the case. So hit that music. Scoop, scoop, per sauce, There's a feeling that's interesting to note. Dirt Busters! If there's something strange in the latest report, who you gonna call? Dirt Busters! If it's an egregious lie and anonymously sourced, who you gonna call? Dirt Busters!
1: I ain't afraid of no lies.
4: I ain't printing a road traction. Dirty busters. All right, guys. That music can only mean one thing. Mike, you are shitting on all the hottest rumors on the interwebs. Mike, you take the floor. Well, there were a lot of lies
3: this week. You had the Roman Reigns injury, and you had all kinds of lies about Night of Champions booking. So, bear with us. Uh... We've got.
4: Hold human... on. Don't you don't have to say bear with us or ask for like an extension. No, like I that. do because <laughs> I feel <laughs> like I'll it's be... not fair that. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did anybody ask the Ghostbusters? Not copyrighted music, by the way. Uh, did they anybody ask the Ghostbusters? To, uh, sorry for asking, inconveniencing you. You know what I mean? No, we are. Did they apologize? No, we are doing that. Everybody is sorry. I don't know.
3: Like I only saw the movies. There could have been other situations where they did. Okay. Enough. Go. Okay. Uh, Heyman is Totes gonna talk from F4W Online? Uh, while WWE World Heavyweight Champion Brock Lesnar won't be on tonight's Raw, Paul Heyman will be on the show speaking for Lesnar in regards to what's next for Hell in a Cell. So the, who's this from? F4W Online. Okay, so I, I buy that. I buy that. Mm-hmm. That's. I mean,
4: that was gonna. But so
3: didn't? But no, it didn't.
4: Okay. Scripts change uh, and, and card subject change.
3: And then the next one. Just kidding. From F4W Online, huh. uh, <laughs> Paul Heyman was booked for last night's WWE Raw in Memphis, but obviously did not appear. We know Heyman was scheduled to speak for WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, didn't? Don't even say his name, Brock Lesnar, and begin the build for Hell in a Cell. F4WOnline.com reports that WWE Creative was changing and rewriting things last night's Raw. Oh, changing and rewriting last night's Raw as it was on the air. That so, see, that
4: seems realistic. No, because why would you go? Hold on. When I when we start this show, I'm still doing the the script. You know, I'm? I'm still doing I mean, our, our. There's our no schedule. script. This is off yeah, the cuff. That, that's true. Our, our schedule, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Well, I'm doing that, I'm doing that right now. Stop interrupting me. Okay, I'm very, can I say I, something? Go
3: ahead, yes. This, this is vintage dirt sheets. What they said is unequivocally going to happen. Doesn't happen. So suddenly there was massive rewrites right before the show. It's very Um, convenient.
4: uh, Yeah, I've I've noticed that it only happens during rewrite time.
3: Yeah, like oh, we were totally right. We promised,
4: but hold hold on, hold on. What if they're just right one time? Like oh, despite being right, there was actually a huge change with a lot of the other things on the card. Boy, they cry wolf. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) One day I'm not going to come and save you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's it. Oh, that's not
7: that's
4: nice. it. Yeah. I have nothing. I have nothing. Okay. I, have nothing. Great. I buy. I buy both reports. I paid for that, by the way. So th- <laughs> thanks to the guy on Twitter telling me that no, I should pay for that shit. I got paid. For I that. got
3: another one for you to pay for.
4: Okay, cool. I'm paying. From
3: PW Insider Elite. Okay, cool. What's going on with Cena and Lesnar? Okay,
4: when was this from?
3: Uh, this is from September 23rd. Okay. so today. <laughs> yeah.
5: Hours ago. Hours ago. Mere
3: hours ago. We noted before that Paul Heyman was scheduled for last night's Raw to speak on behalf of WWE World Heavyweight Champion, uh, they keep forgetting to put Brock Lesnar's (laughs) name in there, to begin their program for next month's Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. So they're really hammering this home, that Paul Heyman was going to speak. Okay, got it. (laughs) Heyman may not have appeared, because it appears WWE hasn't figured out Lesnar's plans for Hell in a Cell yet. As of this morning, another John Cena vs. Lesnar match for Hell in a Cell was not planned. There was no word on any planned Hell in a Cell matches coming out of Raw either.
4: Okay. Don't know
3: the plans is what I'm gathering so, from this.
4: So you're telling me they don't know if, S- if Cena is they don't they have no idea what's happening at Hell in a Cell.
3: I'm telling yeah, I'm telling you that PW Insider Elite is telling me that WWE they don't have any plans for their top title or their two top superstars.
4: Right for now. their for their next pay per view. Right. Got nothing.
3: How nope. far away
4: is that? October 26th. Five so weeks. A four or five weeks? Okay. Yep. I, 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 no I, plans. I, I, you know what? I buy this. I buy yeah, this. I'm sure. Yep. I'm sure they
5: have no clue what's going on.
4: Wait, hold on. When we start a new work week, I I never know what's going on. There's not any kind of – it's like we're all just sitting in a room like, what the fuck do we do? Mm-hmm. You know and I mean? then you just wait for things to happen and hope yeah, exactly. that it works itself stuff out. And we, we rewrite all up until the second yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. It all seems like a uh, for apparently per every single person who's ever worked for WWE ever uh apparently this is a well oiled machine and there's hundreds of things going on at the same time It all really this- seems to me I mean if
3: all of this is true WWE is in just total disarray. I don't know how much longer it can last. I I don't know. But
4: honestly, but have you ever heard any of the millions of people who are like, man, when I get behind the scenes at WWE, it's like such a well-oiled machine, and like everybody's got something to do, and there's a million things going on at once, and everything's going, and people are moving, and I feel like they just don't know what's going on, though. They just don't know what's going on. That's all there is to it. They know what's going on with all that other stuff, but not storyline. Not their main angle. Okay. That's fair, though. Honestly, that's fair. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, huh? this one's called "This Will
3: Happen" or "This Will Happen" or this. Dot dot that from Wrestling what? Inc.
4: What are you TMZ? Why is this happening?
3: <laughs> this was uh Sunday before the pay-per-view. We've been reporting that John Cena vs. Seth Rollins was advertised for WWE live events in the fall. So this the is Cino- actually hold on. So this is actually Wrestling Inc. Reporting this. Yeah, this is this is cute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's
4: cute. They're trying. This, trying their hand. Little cute.
3: The, the Cena Rollins series starts this week with Friday's live event at the Izod Center in in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Saturday's live event at the Covelli Center, and Sunday's show at the I or One Wireless Center in Moline, Illinois. <laughs> That's like a TNA venue,
4: um, <laughs> the mecca of, of Illinois Moline- <laughs>
3: of the I or One Wireless Center. Not sure which or lowercase L um i like first of all i like how they call it the cena rollins series like it's,
7: <laughs> it's
3: like it's the tag team title series in tna or something and i also like how cena versus rollins happening on live events automatically means that something weird is happening when it totally doesn't uh the obvious assumption they're telling me what an obvious assumption is would be that cena will win the wwe world heavyweight championship tonight and rollins cashes in however for what it's worth Lesnar is an even heavier favorite now at 5dimes.com at minus 475 than he was this morning when he was at minus 390. So, kudos, though. They gave me, wait, they gave me several scenarios, none of which came to fruition. (laughs) That's true. Cena sure won. He did. Lesnar being the favorite didn't matter at all. But he won by disqualification and not, not won the
4: title. They're not very good at this. They were t- kudos to them for trying to back it up with some facts, like you know, betting information and betting. They kind of dressed it up, though. Yeah, you know, Put, I, putting I lipstick on a pig. Okay. That's, I mean. <laughs> it's a pretty pig. It's a pretty pig. Beautiful it's a pig. pretty pig. You're beautiful. Keep going.
3: <laughs> uh, we got Rain's Assumptions from F4W Online. It's interesting to note. That before Roman Reigns had to have emergency surgery today, WWE had two scripts for Night of Champions, and one of them had Reigns not wrestling. Oh, that's a lie. Wait, I, mean, I thought Reigns- he said.
4: I thought he said his emergency surgery happened or his emergency happened like that that morning. Like it yeah, was just so but they already subtle. had
3: two scripts ready. This. They had two scripts ready. This company, which cannot be bothered to have a script ready until (laughs) in the middle of Raw, per another report. They had two ready for this one. Uh, For a condition they weren't even privy to, which is just really amazing. Uh, Rain's condition is legitimate and said to be... A serious deal.
4: Serious deal, bro. <laughs> just, like uh, Ken, just like Ken, it was a big deal.
3: This is a serious
4: deal. This is a serious deal. <laughs> WWE's writers have been
3: working on rewriting three days worth of TV before Sunday afternoon. So they've been working <laughs> feverishly. And then they rewrite it during Raw, per other lies. Um, I thought they had two scripts ready. I don't know. Working feverishly, I, I don't know. We noted earlier. That one of WWE's backup plans reportedly fell through, and that may have been their main plan for Reigns' replacement. That plan falling through could be why they didn't interrupt WWE Network coverage today with an update on Reigns. An impression given was that they were going to announce the backup plan on the Network.
4: They did break in, it was just late.
3: Yeah, so time issues, whatever. Uh, This has not been confirmed by WWE or any WWE sources, so I should not care what's about to come after this.
4: So speculation to its
3: fullest. But the (laughs) obvious speculation, the the obvious speculation, obvious assumptions is that Dean Ambrose, who wrapped up WWE Studios lockdown this weekend, will likely do something with Seth Rollins tomorrow instead. Or not.
4: So it's goddamn assumptions, dude. So they assume that...
3: Ambrose was the backup plan and wasn't going to show up at the pay-per-view. And he, in fact, did.
4: I, this hurts my fucking head, dude, to be well, honest. you we were saying
5: that before Reigns even got hurt.
4: He was the obvious replacement. <laughs> so basically this report is that, th- let me just break this down quickly. I'm a Cliff Notes it. Reigns is hurt for reals. It's serious. <laughs> Dean Ambrose is coming it back. It's
3: sir's business.
4: That's yep. it? obvious
3: assumption is that obviously Dean i think Ambrose i think whole, not going to the whole conundrum lots of the whole, rewrites
4: the whole conundrum <laughs> with the writing of the scripts or <laughs> writing a multiple scripts or, or midnight writing or or last second writing all i know is i would never want to be part of this creative team because it sounds like hell i like how but i would i would
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know why I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. this, is, this is
4: sickening. It's, it really is. I feel. You remember when Brock Lesnar got kneed by Oberim in, in this in the diverticulitis, and I was just like, man, just take <laughs> this. He knees. got knee right in the diverticulitis. Just knee guy. to the ground, right? <laughs> like that's how I feel. The dirt sheets are to me. Just like mm. every week, it's like, fuck, man, the same spot. Why? <laughs> Okay, speaking of the same, one, oh, I know what I was going to say.
3: One injury, it's like dominoes. One injury happens, and then they just knock it down, and then it's all chaos. They don't know what the hell's going on. They I just know, start no, no, yelling no. about things.
4: Uh, and speaking of uh, n- next, go ahead.
3: Uh,
4: <laughs> from
3: F four W online, Sting still not signed. I thought he signed in March. <laughs> Guess not. Uh, at last word, Sting still had not signed a deal to wrestle with WWE. He. He has signed the deal for merchandising, and he has the deal for WWE 2K15, but there's been no change in the status of a possible return to the ring. It's still expected within WWE that the two sides will come to an agreement to have Sting Wrestle at WrestleMania 31 in March 2015.
4: Or a deal has been struck, and they won't say it out loud.
3: First of all, uh, can't believe he still hasn't figured out how to cross the T's and dot the I's.
4: Sleeve Borton so is struggling is so hard. <laughs>
3: Second of all, I like how they say it's still expected that he's going to have a match. Like, they're pretending like they called that he was going to have a match or something like that. Shut the hell up. You guys were telling us for months and months and months that he wasn't signed and was never going to sign or some lie.
4: It's been so bad. And also, this report is basically like copy paste from every month. Like, like once every three weeks, you need a sting. like, out. oh, we haven't done a sting one well. in like a couple months. Nah, just g- give me the one from june <laughs> i still not the eyes are still not <laughs> got it the t's are still not crossed sleeve boarding
6: is his
4: and you know what it's fucking obvious that he's gonna fucking wrestle with WWE. did you see stone right. cold ask him Like going to wrestle and i got say hey, of course he's gonna fucking wrestle dude right uh and my here's here's what the, since we're just operating on assumptions here apparently the obvious <laughs> assumption is that sting is gonna wrestle yeah, the obvious assumption in my mind is that Sting and Triple H and the Powers That Be have reached a deal, have reached an agreement, are working out the specifics, but they're not fucking telling anybody else. What? No, the Melts just—he has a source. Scoop, of... scoop! I know Melt. everyone. <laughs> Jamie, Buzz, Noble? Buzz. Jamie Noble, inside the rings or in the, inside the back room. I got Joey Mercury on the, the speed dials. <laughs>
7: okay.
4: Uh, I I was about to say pager because I imagine Melts with a pager. Hey. totally. Hey, all you see is him just get a message that says like Emergency. Oh, it's the Merc Man.
3: It's just like er- when the rock it's like when the rock was in the ring and he looked at his pager and it said three sixteen on yes. it and then yeah. his eyes got all
4: bulgy. Yeah. Yes. Remember pagers? Melts does. Uh, let's go on last one. Wrestling Inc. Uh, is they won in the game. Yeah, they're they're back. We got Dirt Sheet Detectives from Wrestling Inc. Uh,
3: as noted earlier, Sami Zayn and Justin Gabriel both have been rumored to be Adam Rose's bunny on last night's Raw. First of all, love how this is like the biggest thing going in the Dirt Sheets today, <laughs> somehow. Uh, while it is not confirmed, Wrestling Inc. reader Hardeep Arsani passed along the photo below, no. making a strong case for Gabriel, who had wrestled Kofi Kingston earlier in the night on a tape. For superstar on a match tape for superstars being in the costume so basically they put a photo of the bunny and justin gabriel side by side one of them is them both perched on the top rope in a squatting position and one of them is both doing a spinning heel kick
4: i, I ex- uh, like this i think this is well done great reporting I, I, for really? real, this is better. Uh, this is uh, photographic evidence of at least, and look, th- they're, they're not reporting anything. This is just a guy saying that. That's what they're saying. So kudos Wait. to them. No, oh,
3: okay, but this is. I thought that he took a picture of Justin Gabriel's match earlier in the night, but these are just random pictures.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he took yeah. pictures of the. He he's backing it up with evidence. That's why I actually think this is them helping us. This fa- this is not Wrestling Ink. This is the fan who tweeted this out. Yeah detective yeah. work, saying, hey, you know what? Instead of saying, Oh, maybe it's Sammy Zayn,' I'm right. going to try to, like, you know, dig a little deeper, do a little bit of fact check." Well, when,
3: when Gabriel did the spin – or when the bunny did the spinning heel kick, I did say to myself, I said, oh, that's got to be Justin Gabriel because I've pr- seen no, him do that move
4: Exactly, and you're probably not alone. So what you do is you find photographic evidence. Whoa, whoa, Justin Gabriel, here, here's his no, no, looks just no, like that. no, 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 we do obvious assumptions. That's right. Sweeping generalizations and assumptions <laughs> based on lies and, and guesses. Uh, which, to me, is exactly how reporting should work, right? No? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what
3: I'm thats what i saying.
4: Again, anytime anybody wants to argue the merits of journalism, Mike, you are you're going to yell at them? Could be. Could be. Okay, just dirt <laughs> sheets. We're done there. We've busted some asses. We've busted some heads. That's how we do. Dirt sheet busters, baby. Uh, thoughts on dirt sheet busting, BG? We did it well? We did well?
5: Yeah, well, it sounds like the readers are busting the dirt sheets themselves.
4: I think we're starting a revolution. They're, they're we're like scoop, James Storm. We're James yeah. Storm. We've got a revolution on our hands, boys. Scoop, scoop. The Rust family. Scoop, scoop. Just like <laughs> And it's Twitter. It's, Twitter's changed everything. Like that one uh, fan perfect. since 09 guy who, uh, he, like, discovered gay bashers using Facebook and Twitter. And now he's, like, a celebrity. If you haven't seen that. Welcome to the internet, guys. Okay, that's it. Dirty buzzers. We're done here. We're out of here. Is that, it? Is that it? Can we walk away? Nope. No, drop you... the mic. Okay, drop the mic. Boom. What was his... What's the guy's name in um, Coming to America? Rand- Eddie, Randy Murphy. Eddie no, Murphy. Randy Watson. The guy who sings and he drops the mic. He leaves. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate. And then he leaves. Okay, okay nothing. I'm, I'm getting no soul. Fuck you guys. Yep. NXT mm-hmm. and indie wrestling minute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. That was good. <laughs> My, was that a duet? Mike, here, if you do, if you join in, man, mm. we, could, we could be like an acapella group. For I the don't parties. know. We could be like the Jersey Boys and shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, NXT and Indie Wrestling Minute is brought to you thanks to com. If you need more NXT and Indie chatter, because we got to cut this down, head over to Joe Archidiakono's website and check out all the news that didn't make the show. Joe will be pissed because we're cutting half his points, but whatever. <laughs> Who? Just Joe. Just Joe. <laughs> Is he in fourth or third in fantasy? Third. We'll find out soon. Okay, BG, do not All throw right. stones then, because you're in fourth. That's sad for you. Oh, uh, yeah. Number one, Titus O'Neil opened up NXT TV this week, and I said, what the fuck happened to TakeOver? Um, saying he'll <laughs> hold up the show since NXT stars took up time on his show recently, and eventually William Regal made a tag team match between Titus and Tyson Kidd, of course, and the team of Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville. Okay. Flawless teams. Uh, per- perfect. perfect. William Regal really starting some shit. Emma makes her return to NXT in a losing effort against Charlotte, followed by Hideo Itami, earning a win in his in-ring debut against Justin Gabriel with a double stomp from the top rope. Oh, by the way, we had an email. He didn't get on the show, I don't think. Um, I don't think I did. But he was complaining about the double stomp here. And I think that was just a – it will be a finishing move for him, I'm sure. But I'm sure – Actually, I totally believe he's getting the G go to sleep eventually, right? GTS, right? They mentioned
3: it in that WWE.com com article. Yeah,
4: I so. feel like, I f- I feel like he will eventually taking it. it back. Yeah, I feel like he'll take it back, and I feel like especially c- with the ghost of Phil Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's what'll do. Uh, no, that's not happening. Uh, where was I? Uh, the, okay, after the match, Ascension attacked Atami to and laid him out for the Fall of Man, which is still a very cool move. Can't wait to see it. Uh, Baron Corbin squashed C.J. Parker. God damn it, P.G. Uh, again in the main event, Zayn and Neville try to one up each other, the tension between the two. And that's Titus O'Neil and Tyson King get the victory, which is gross. Uh, that's so dumb. But I get, I get it's part of the storyline. I get it. I like what they're doing, but still, why Titus O'Neil? Could have been anybody. And your Tyler Titus Breeze O'Neil?
5: nowhere to be found. On who?
4: who? 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 Oh, who exactly? Tyler Breeze. What, yeah, ho- hopefully they're prepping mm-hmm. him to come up to the main roster because I think he's ready, but whatever. I like uh, him. He's team with Fandango. Who? Uh, who? Uh, I, I, I agree, but... <laughs> Although, honestly. if you give them if you give Layla and Ray back, I'm fine with that. Mm. If you don't watch ROH TV, you should check out the episode that aired last week where Kyle O'Reilly, friend of the show, faced IWGP heavyweight champion AJ Styles, not friend of the show, and the Young Bucks, <laughs> not friends of the show, took on the Briscoes, not friends of the show. A bunch of guys who won't be friends of the show, actually, so... But great, these sound like great matches. I, I can't wait to see all of these. I will check this out. Uh, you can check it out on rohwrestling.com. Uh, also, Mike, here, I know you love King of Trios. That was in Easton. That happened. Oh and yeah. Devastation Corporation defeated Golden Trio. Obviously, uh, when Eddie Edwards or Eddie Kingston, Eddie Edwards, Eddie Kingston <laughs> uh, defeated or turned on Jimmy Jacobs, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. So Spirit Squad didn't didn't do it for you. Did yeah, why didn't
3: Spear the Squad win?
4: Because uh, they
3: were too. Why busy. didn't Los Ice Creams win? Cesaro was busy. Uh, <laughs> let,
4: let's go on to fantasy standings. Let's thank you, Joe. If you need more, look. We had to skip some very long show. DelcoElbowDrop.blogspot.com. Joe Gr Joe dr. You were gonna call him
3: Dr. No. I did or something. That's Joe Archidiakano's
4: right. website, guys, check it out. It's worth every second. I know his name. <laughs> Like you are fantasy standings, now it's your turn to talk words again. And talk about the okay. waiver draft, too. Waiver draft first.
3: Yep. Uh, we had a waiver draft where... Oh, yeah, Brandon Galvin
4: actually is in last place. Mm-hmm. So, that's that sad. Right? That is very but sad. It's very that, yeah. sad for him. Why is that very sad? Because you're in last place against just Joe. I have the Wyatt family, people. You pick them! It's your fault! I know, I'm proving a point. This
5: is... This is a big Stats.
4: science experiment.
5: Yes, it is science. You had to see it all lined up on the. His same
3: hypothesis team. was correct.
4: His hypotenuse was correct. You're right. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: uh, Brandon Galvin, negative twenty points. He dropped the big guy Ryback right and picked up Baron Corbin, who is just not good. Uh, then Gotta Joe, move. yeah, Joe is in third place, negative five points. He dropped Diego for
4: The Undertaker. Let's talk real quick. I told Chip. you I wouldn't rip on him, and I didn't, I didn't <laughs> during any minute. But you minute. lied. I, I, didn't, I, lied I, no, I didn't really rip him during any minute. I'm going to rip him here. Um, c- can you ever remember a single worse night of a fantasy person's yeah, it was career bad. ever? Romeo <laughs> Reigns <Raines laughs> lost,
3: Dolph Ziggler lost, Jey Uso lost, Cesaro lost, Mark Henry lost. <laughs> Not a win to be found. He had a bad night. Yep. Not good. No.
4: Okay, so go ahead. Now let's it talk about bad. some real things that matter.
3: Are you talking about myself and you?
4: Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh, I'm in second place with 125 points. I dropped Jimmy Uso for Kalisto. Dropped Jeez. Jimmy Uso with 22.5 points. Like I said, getting out while they're getting good because that's going to be not good pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh. And then in first place temporarily,
4: yeah. Donald. It's Murray. always temporary. You say temporarily when you just look like at an and I'm making, I'm, I'm making up ground.
7: You're not every you're week. Yes, really I am. Okay, no, you're not. I really am. Right.
3: With 162.5 points, Donald Wood. He dropped Bo Dallas.
4: Yeah, I'm getting uh, off that singing train. Like you're getting off that Uzo train. Your boy. Uh, I'm so crazy. Uzo train is, is heading right towards that. <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> that hill over there. Mm. Hey, regardless. Dan and, Brian, Dan and Brian working out well for you. Uh, that's, hey, how many people on your team have zero points or negative points? <laughs> I have nobody Dan with Brian. negative points. I don't have – yeah, I'm not into negative points. I don't Yeah, do you negative. are. Brock Lesnar. Okay, but uh, overall, <laughs> I don't do negative points. See, whole will end up winning. On you him. usually do. I know, but I, I, I'm trying to avoid it this time. I'm going no, for a new strategy Brian of winning. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. And this runs still Survivor Series, so we got two pay reviews left, right? That's yep. how it works. That's how right. time works. Uh, okay, last time was like nine per views So shut the hell up. <laughs> okay, email time, guys. <laughs> RingRustRadio at Yahoo.com. That is our mess. That is our email. And as a matter of that fact, is our message. That is our message. We out. Oh, but what, I, what what I was saying when I jumped the gun is now <laughs> that when you send an email at email to us. We There is a generated auto-response to show you that we are getting your messages. I felt really, really bad. A lot of you are like, hey, you're not reading my emails. It's like we 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 read every single email, but we can only read a certain number. And this week we can only read six. So, I mean, out of like 55 to 60 emails this week, we got six. So, I mean, it's really hard for you to get on. But it's if you get it and uh, the, read the message, reach out to us. There's ways to get a hold of us. Uh, so, please, do not be discouraged. RingRestRadioYahoo.com. Also, if it says it's from Gender Bender, do not be alarmed. <laughs> do not be alarmed. <laughs> that might be a thing. So, uh,
7: what yeah. the
4: hell? Uh, okay, so when I signed up for the Radio uh, email account, I just wrote in the name, first name, last name, because we're Ring Radio. <laughs> so I wrote first name Gender, last name Bender, because I realized when I signed it up I had watched, a Rocky Horror Picture Show, so of course I wrote Gender Bender. And I feel like
3: Ring Rust Radio. I tried would to change. I swear to God,
4: I swear to God, I tried to change it. I don't know how. I don't. I can't change it. So I can't wait Just until we're. A
5: Gmail account?
4: Um, because I got, yeah, whatever, I guess I could. But regardless, I actually kind of like it now because it's unique to us and people are scared and terrified. Yeah, yeah,
3: it's unique to us. That's <laughs> so good.
4: Gender Bender sent me an email about Ring R Radio. I don't get it. <laughs> Nobody's going to get it at all. Uh, you know what? That's just fine with me. Uh, Mike, here are your first email. Go ahead. This is from Andrew
3: Langman. Subject, why you hate usos. hey guys i'm a huge fan i've never understood why you all seem to agree that the usos suck sure their characters don't have much depth but they have proven that they can put on a hell of a match time and time again think about their epic matches with the shield their incredible show-stealing matches with the wyatts at money in the bank and again at battleground and their very good match last night at night of champions against the Rhodes. can you explain to me what you guys have against the usos Furthermore, do you think they will ever recapture Tag Team Gold, or was that last long title reign their last? Thanks, Q Langman. Uh, Well, I can't speak for Brandon and Donnie, but I don't hate the Usos at all, and I've always given them credit for putting on good matches. I think they're a very good team from an in-ring work perspective. What I don't like is their whole kind of Cena light persona with their bright colors and trying to force a ridiculous catchphrase like Uso crazy. I mean... That's
4: uh, not a catchphrase, bro. That's a way of life.
3: That's a way... <laughs> Uso crazy is a way of life. You're right. It's like Ring rust Radio in that way. That's true. Right? Uh, I mean, I, I just... They they have no character, essentially. And I understand that, you know, it's not as important in the tag team division as it would be for a singles competitor. But pretty much their gimmick is, hey, these guys are Usos. They're brothers. They wear face paint. And they say ridiculous catchphrases. And then when they do an interview, they yell randomly. I mean, I-, I wish they would do a little bit more development on that front. But for me personally, I have nothing against them in-ring work-wise. I think they're very good wrestlers.
4: Uh, they're great in the ring. Characters blow. They mm-hmm. have no character pretty much. What, what else? BJ, anything? I agree. They're. Uh, they're. I-, I don't get you, BJ. You should love them because they're boring and bland in the same stupid face like John Cena. And you love John Cena. So they are John what? Cena tag team Samoan version. Well, my, my... – Hustle loyalty. My my love for
5: John Cena doesn't stem from his current character. It stems from what he did when he was coming up.
7: He's nostalgic about John Cena.
5: So I've I've, instead of instead of being one of those people who love John Cena and then he has his character and now I hate him and if he goes back heel I'm gonna love him again because all I do is flip flop. I don't do that. I don't either. I'm real, okay? Or do I? Hustle loyalty.
3: I stick with Jack Swagger and the Miz,
4: thick and thin. And, and, and people just shit on you for it, so that's embarrassing. I don't care. Yeah, you do. I don't PG, care. PG, next one. Let's ignore him. Next email comes from TC Brewster. Subject, I bought like, that. It sounds like a goddamn store. I went to TC Brewster's.
5: right yeah.
7: price <laughs>
5: <me>. <laughs> Wait till the signature. Uh, subject, I bought that damn t-shirt gimmick. <laughs> Greetings, Triple R superstars. And Donnie. Recently, <laughs> oh. I bought one of your damn t-shirt gimmicks, and it got me thinking. What are your favorite all-time wrestlers' t-shirt designs? Mine would have to be the NWO shirt. Keep up the great work, and go Bills. Um, yes! Buffalonian, you're maybe. maybe. Your fan, TC, Big Sexy, Brewster.
4: And listen, it doesn't matter. I like this guy. Uh, hey, our buddy Josh uh, semblin he fucking loves the Bills, and he's in San Diego or something like that. You guys can wax poetic about the Bills, but this, this guy, too. You're an idiot guy. Big Sexy. Did you give yourself that nickname, T.C. Brewster? Only real cool people can have that nickname, no. Kevin Nash, T.C. Brewster. <laughs> it's unbelievable. This Okay, BG, tear him down. Uh, I've only ever... <laughs> 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 tear him down for a good question? Just going to answer
5: the question. I've only ever bought one T-shirt, one wrestling T-shirt in my life, so I'm going to just use that one. It's the Stone Cold What T-shirt and my friend and I bought it because we used to drive our teachers nuts in high school doing that to them. You were,
4: well, what did uh, Nikki Bella say? You're pathetic. You're pathetic. i are a quitter. And best of all,
5: I, here's I, my favorite.
4: Here's my here's my, this is my favorite one. <laughs> okay, what's yours, Mike? Your? I've bought a lot of
3: wrestling T-shirts over the years. Uh, I think NWO for me would be number one, but since you already said it, uh, I'll give a shout out to the CM Punk Best in the World T-shirt, which from is Money good. Beat, I have
4: that on my list
3: from when he beat John Cena at Money in the Bank. And also, I really love the purple Macho Man Randy Savage shirt with the glasses on the front and it says Macho Man. Another. Classic. Uh, I have that shirt also. Love that.
4: Uh, when BG said he only had one shirt, it made me so sad. What? Well, you really only have one wrestling shirt. Swear to God. The- Why? I have like hundreds of them from when I was yeah, kid, <laughs> from when I was now, and like I still get them when I go to shows, and like it's a never ending thing. Oh,
5: I have another one that I like from more recent times.
4: Okay, what is it?
5: The, uh, Brock Lesnar's uh, East Sleep Conquer, Repeat. So you didn't. So you don't buy WWE
4: shirts or ours. John
3: shirts? Morrison, we're gonna eat your lunch. <laughs> uh
4: that is we, asked, remember we asked. asked Jomo about that. He's like, I'm and like, he totally
5: pleaded the fifth on it. Wasn't there another one, Donnie, from Brock Lesnar like last year or earlier this year that was awesome? Was that Um, the same one or was there a different one?
4: I like the Jimmy Johns on the back of them and how it says Paul Heyman beast. I like that, Uh, regardless of what the front says. Um, Here's mine. I ignored you. Yes, BJ. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero's – Eddie Guerrero, the back of the shirt said enter at your own risk and the front said "Vachina." Um, you're going back to that well again <laughs> yes it's awesome it's one of my favorite shirts of all time i'm sorry and also while we're on the subject the latino heat um uh, it was scarface half black half white i love that one too eddie had always had good shirts. sam punk cool, yeah sam punk uh best in the world one i like uh those ringers that's why if you like ringers get your ring rest radio ringer uh speaking of ringers roddy piper's hot rod classic one i love that uh, Cactus Jack, the one, a dead or alive poster with his face on it. Yeah. Uh, and just stone cold Steve Austin is all I wrote here.
7: Uh, because it <laughs> Austin was 316.
4: 316 and hell yeah. And there was like fucking a thousand of them. There was so many, so many stone cold shirts over the years. And I had like five different versions of it. So, also
5: DX shirt original. That's stupid. Yeah, okay. that's what I was gonna say. John Cena had a cool, uh, like, a throwback shirt.
4: I like his eight-bit one, like the eight-bit. Yeah, Mike Ari mentioned that earlier, where it was like, a, it looked like a NES game. Yeah, I, I think he had another one too. Okay, well, fuck John Cena. Okay, <laughs> uh, the YES shirt, the classic YES shirt was awesome. I still wear that, so I love that. Uh, and Austin Aries' pink shirt, I love that one too. Okay, that's uh, trouble, 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 I have an Austin shirt. Yeah, I have an Austin trouble, shirt, too. Trouble, I, show, I, show I show my sport. I, I would love a trouble, 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 trouble shirt. Or, <laughs> no, I you I wouldn't. Would love, or I would love a uh, Bobby Roode Thousand Words on my shirt. I'd shirt. love a bro-man shirt. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> church, uh, I would make church, noises. In church. The <laughs> in, church <the laughs> in church. Awesome. What? what? I don't know what that means. From Paul Espinal. He did the Melt song, this guy. So uh, That's my, a
3: great song. What,
4: that's what we're going to end up playing out of here, by the way. I Melt. love that song. And also, Paul, do another song, bro. Flo Come Meltzer. Up. Flo Meltzer. You need to do another song. The first one was good. Do more. And the subject is Armageddon because um, he's preaching about it. Hey, Triple R, it's coming. Uh, with Hell in a Cell being the next pay-per-view on the calendar, do you think we're ever going to see another six-man Armageddon-Hell in a Cell match? No. Uh, who from the current <laughs> roster should be in it, and how does it shake out? Well, I don't think there ever will be another one, uh, but if there was another one, here is my guys. And I I did this with current injuries um, taken into consideration. Like if they turn injuries I, off, I, no, I didn't turn injuries <laughs> off. I was taking this like <laughs> starting after Night of Champions, we're building to an Armageddon Hell in a Cell match. This is my this is the match I would go with. Brock, of course, he's your champion defending. Cena, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. Randy Orton, and your sixth man, Bray Wyatt? Uh, no. Yes. No. Can I tell you the truth? Bray Wyatt would be face in that scenario. Bring him back as a face. Good for you. Okay, that was dumb. To just in.
3: answer the question, I don't think we'll see a sixth man ever getting held in the cell because the reason they were able to do that is because of the incredible amount of depth they had in the roster at that time. And they don't really have that, especially with all the injuries they're going through. And I don't think they would commit six stars to one match.
4: I think they could do it. They should they do it all together. No, they, they're
3: never going to do it again. I know,
4: I, but I think they could. I just I, I showed they, you how they could.
5: I think they would do it.
4: Yeah, I think. I, okay, well, you're wrong. That's fun. Mike, do <laughs> you, you, you want to expand on that, or is that it? You just think they're going to do it? I think they would do it again, yes. Okay. Oh, the question is, do you ever think we'll see it?
5: I say yes. Okay, fine. Whatever,
4: Mike, Yar, you, you go. Words.
5: This, okay. This is
3: from Tim Hugh Gwennon subject reigns injury a blessing in disguise hey triple r superstars first let me say i love roman reigns he has amazing potential isn't green like donnie yes, says he is. yes and he he'll be a future multi-time world champ leaves on the tree green and not like fucking fall leaves that turn orange he's green however i think his injury now is a blessing in disguise why now wwe have no choice but to push Rob ambrose in his place Reigns was about to become the second top face in the company if he wasn't already. Now that spot must go to Ambrose with Reigns and Bryan both injured. As much as WWE like Ambrose, they wouldn't have pushed him to the top this year with Reigns in the picture. Am I right to be excited? Tim Huguenin, Melbourne, Australia. I I think that's a good point. I think that uh, obviously Reigns being out, he was that number two guy. They were pushing him to the top. It definitely opens up a spot for Dean Ambrose. And Dean Ambrose, the way that they've booked him has kind of been, like BG said before, the sympathetic face. who would kind of win half his matches, lose half his matches, never necessarily pushing him to the very top. I don't know that he'll get it. I don't know that he'll maintain that number two face spot, you know, know, for several months moving forward. I think that once Roman Reigns comes back, he, he gets that spot back pretty much immediately. But I definitely think that if nothing else, you're going to give Ambrose experience working against the top guys while Reigns is out, and I don't think that could
4: be a bad thing at all. Okay, PG. Uh, anybody <laughs> you have any comments there? Because, I, I, like I said, I've, Roman Reigns in the long term, I could see the Roman Reigns being top guy. I get it. I think this will slow his ass down. He was it was climbing too fast. I think that you're right. I think this doesn't hurt. If, if they still think he's WrestleMania bound, he's going to be the one. He is the one. This injury doesn't affect that. He still will be the one. My hope is that it makes them see, like, man, we we should slow our roll a little bit with this guy. That's just my
7: opinion.
5: Not slowing the roll. Okay, BJ. Next email comes from Zach Bandenbrink. Message. (laughs)
7: Because this
4: this was submitted to our actual website. You can do that, too. If you don't want to email the website, or if you don't want to email us, another way to get a hold of us is to go to Com and, and sending us a message that way. Why the hell would someone go to our website? Because all of our interviews are there. You want to see Stone Cold Steve Austin? He's there. Do you, do you like Chris Jericho? Do you like Paul Haven? They're there. Really? Yeah. I cool. love them. They're hey, there. I might have to
5: check out this website. See? Listeners, yeah. you should too.
4: You're such an asshole. Go. I guess. There's something like that. You're like, you just called it shit not seconds ago. And now you're like, <laughs> ah. yeah. And then I like how a minute ago you said the waffle, but now you're know like, you listen. These were there, okay? Listen, read the message.
5: <laughs> Hi, Triple R superstars. I've only been watching wrestling since the beginning of this year, and I've had the WWE Network since payback. While watching WWE and NXT, I've noticed a difference in the style of wrestling between the two. Is it just that people in NXT are willing to sell their body more for the advancement of their craft, or what? Help a newbie out. P.S., when BG lost his shit about Bray Wyatt sucking in the cage match, it made my week. Let me tell you something, Zach. Bray Wyatt fucking blows.
7: <laughs> <laughs> I will say that.
5: You can go to past episodes. <laughs> and listen. Because when Bray Wyatt comes back, I am going to have a lot of pent-up aggression when he returns.
4: Yeah, you're okay. This week was a down week for you. Yeah,
5: very exciting that I have <laughs> him on TV for years. It's amazing. It's great. WWE, finally listening.
4: Okay, answer the damn question. <laughs>
5: yeah, see, the difference between WWE and NXT is that NXT is full of uh, a lot of up-and-coming wrestlers, but also a lot of veteran wrestlers from the indie scene. These guys... Have already honed their own craft, and now they're trying to. WWE is basically trying to make them their own, make them wrestle WWE style, which is more about developing a story in the ring. Less. That's not what they said.
4: Calm down. I'm done. No, okay. that, that's not. Hold on. That's in the
7: in Why that Why are you arc, yelling?
4: In that article, because that's not what they said. They don't have to adapt the shit. They said all, they do have to adapt to it, but it, that's all they do is indie they stuff. They don't have There's to no adapt to shit. Thing. They do have to uh, adapt but, to uh, it. Uh, but but it's, uh, I'm saying that, that, that that's what they do. Everybody acts, and I understand this. That's what they do. That's what they do. Everybody <laughs> says, like, oh, it's a, you got to understand the WWE style. you got to understand WW WWE style. It's all about adapting in the indie scene. Like they said, they said it themselves. Getting, the, They're not scared of doing the WWE thing. It's fine for them. They're okay, okay,
3: but they still are adapting, so why yeah. are you
5: yelling? And when he finish, they have, in the indies... You just wanted all, to rant about nothing. Yeah, you really did, yeah, no because in the indies, it's all about just getting your moves out there. No one, and Dean Ambrose, Stone Cold, they've taught, JR, they've talked about this. No one wants to sell. In WWE, you have to tell uh-huh. a story, you have to build to your spots, your signature moves, what you're building to in the match between the two wrestlers, or more. The guys that are in NXT right now, they're used to just going high spot, high spot, high spot, high impact, high impact, high impact. They don't slow it down so the audience can get a grasp and get an emotional attack, uh, attachment to the match. In NXT, they're learning to do that. If you see the match, the Fatal 4-Way match, it was like an indie match because these guys are still developing how to best sell in the ring and sell their match to the fans and get them to buy in. So it's still a process. Also, they have these guys that are just fantastic athletes. In On WWE, they have guys that you're trying to appeal to so many different people. So you got guys like Mark Henry, Big Show, Rusev, these big guys. And you also have guys like Dolph Ziggler who could really go in the ring and fly around. So NXT has more guys that are willing to fly around. So you'll still see like a Baron Corbin mixed in there, but NXT is really built on these indie guys, so that's that's the big difference right there.
4: I think the main event was so well done that it could transcend the NXT to WWE transition, which is a lot of it's like Bo Dallas, Adam Rose. They're all having a hard time doing this. I think those they're guys, just not because, very good workers. They suck. The four guys in the main event. NXT take but one. you're just talking that's to me about awesome. how they're transitioning to storytelling and how it felt indie. That's they're just not, not, good, they're not good wrestlers. That's, that's about, the issue. I'm talking about the four way takeover. I'm talking as going about the Adam way. Rose. Like, Adam Rose sucks. Okay, but I'm telling you. It's all about storyline. If Sami Zayn comes up, he's going to be great. But without a right storyline, he's going to wallow. That's just the truth, he's dude. he's still a good wrestler. Yeah, that's fine. But what I'm saying is that without a storyline, he wallows and becomes nothing. It's all about the right storyline. You, could, you can make a character. You talk about the attitude all the time, dude. It's all about building a character. It's all about building a guy. You're himself. all over the place. You're all over the place. I'm I'm, I'm not. I've been drinking, actually. so I, may I can be, tell. Maybe getting a little volatile. Come we- you are vile. I am a little vile. Wait, do you meet me, dude? I'm going to be spitting and shit. I'll be, I'll be doing chew. It's awful. Let's see. Let's see. Chiari, who do you agree with? You I agree. Of course. Of course I, of course I agree so- with you because he's going off.
3: He's going. You, you, Donnie, you're going off yelling about how they don't have to adapt to a style. And then you eventually concede they do have to adapt to a style.
4: No. No, because the main event My, my personal not, opinion. No, the, the main event of NXT TakeOver was not them adapting to shit. That was them telling a story with their indie, fast-paced style of wrestling. That's just what it was. That's a Fatal 4 different
3: than a singles okay. match. Okay. That's, okay. I mean, know, I'm never
4: going to be right with you, too, so please, let's speed I this up. I have
3: something to say. The, I think that one of the main differences between NXT and WWE is just that there is simply more emphasis on the in-ring work in nxt because you're not building as intricate of storylines because you don't have you know multiple shows per week to tell your stories you have all these pre-taped shows you have one show per week with nxt and then you build to the the live shows the pay-per-views so basically you have these guys doing their in-ring stuff whereas in wwe you have more of an emphasis on character and i think that's why you see some differences uh in the in-ring work
4: okay cool story bro Caleb Hale, K- how you do that? Hale? Hale? Hale. Caleb Hale. Uh, subject, WWE gimmick film. Hey, R-R- hey, R-Cubed. Okay, that's math. I don't do that. If <laughs> WWE Studios started making films starring wrestlers past or present, but the film stars would be in gimmick during the film, who would you pick? The Wyatts as a family of country bootleggers and killers. Uh, like uh, House of Thousand Corpses? I actually like that. I'm I know like- Right? A Night a, a night in the Life of the Godfather. Yes, I will support that film. Porn? Yeah, that's all it would be. be <laughs> not a film. Undertaker as an undead vigilante. Is that his gimmick?
3: He's like a bounty hunter? Maybe he's the last outlaw or some lie that they made him be a couple uh, years per,
4: ago. Per Limp Biscuit, he's like sick <laughs> or something, too.
3: Yeah, and then they his, said his no, not true. His
4: wife's like, shut the fuck up, right there. <laughs> fuck you again? Fuck you. Possibilities are endless. Great work, guys. Your podcast makes my week better every time you release it. Eat, eat, eat. Listen to Ring Rose Radio Repeat. That's all you need. That's all you need, guy. That's all you need. Thank you. So uh, he gets two shows in a day. Yeah. So <laughs> so my, uh, my my list includes the Los Matadores. I think that a movie featured them as actual Matadores would be excellent. Yeah,
3: I excellent. I think
4: Paul Heyman as a crooked lawyer in a movie would be awesome. Uh, Million Dollar Man. As his character where he just like throws money in poor people's faces. That would be fun. Uh, as, lo- as long as he loses his whole entire fortune and it's like trading places. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, just like I- that would be a documentary. Just follow him around and just have <laughs> him like stunning like the guy at the beer store. Or like somebody cuts him off for a-, a parking spot and he just kicks him in the dick and like stuns him right in the fucking parking lot. Awesome. Uh, and then Ultimate Warrior where like the whole movie is just him running from spot to spot. Like he's like running to uh, well the Oh well, that's listen. He said past the present. He said past the present. So oh. I'm saying the word, Like it's just him running from the bathroom to the bedroom, like slamming the door. You know what I mean? Just say him running to everything would be good. So that's my that's mine. Any thoughts on all those?
3: Or any ideas of your own? Val Venus and China collaboration.
4: Ah, put it in, man.
3: Val Venus is like. I don't fucking think so.
7: <laughs> yeah, he, it would be for the first time.
3: Val Venus is playing hard to get. He has an entire yeah, struggle. He's not
4: playing hard to get. He's fucking splitting. He is in his car leaving. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. So good. By Mike Chiari. Okay, <laughs> that's it for emails. Guys, if you didn't get your email read, I apologize. But that is just how it has to be. That's all right. That's all right. We only have a certain amount of time each week. We try to read different peoples every week. If you want yours read, reach out to us on Twitter. Say, hey, read mine. If it's not good enough, I'm going to respond to you and say, sorry, not good enough. Try a different way. Try this. I'll help you. I'll hold your hand. I do that all the time. Um, but, I mean, come on. Be better. Uh, you know what? I'm sorry. Don't be better. Just, just be better. Okay. Be yourself. Be yourself, but be better. Email, yes, thank you very much. We appreciate you guys emailing the show. We love you. If we couldn't do the show without you. We wouldn't do the show without you. Uh, so, you know what? Speaking of doing things for you guys, since you did emails for us, we're going to do Robbie E for you. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to. No? Um, no? We have Robbie E for an interview. How about that? Yeah. Robbie E came on this show, believe it or not, he took time out of his day. He's like, you know what? I'm just, just going to fucking call Ringwrest right here. We're just going to have a conversation. So that's what we did. We had Robbie E on the show. So honestly, TNA superstar Robbie on the show this week. Here is the interview without much further ado. All right, guys. Our guest tonight is TNA star Robbie E. How you doing tonight, man?
9: Hey, what's going on? But you know what? TNA star, I mean, not really enough. You could have added more to it. You could have said I had the best there in pro wrestling history could have said i'm a former exhibition champ television champ two-time tag champ i mean come on bill hype me up a little bit more
4: bro. we have a bunch of questions that will hype you up this is a whole interview built to hype you up we listen bro i'm i'm fist pumping you bro I'm come on man I'm okay, trying already. I'm going to
9: let it slide. I'm going to let it slide.
4: Thank you. Well, listen, let's, let's talk. You're also a reality star. One thing you didn't mention, you're a reality star now. You and your girlfriend, Brooke Adams, will be competing on the 25th season of The Amazing Race. The show premieres Friday, September 26th at 8 p.m. Eastern on CBS. Uh, what were some of the similarities and differences between wrestling and reality television? And what should the fans expect from you in this competition?
9: Uh, I mean, you know, when you think of me, when you think of Brooke, you think of two of the wildest, crazy in wrestling so i think we're perfect for reality tv and we're the perfect two people to race around the world and do a whole bunch of crazy stuff so i mean it is going to be wild it's going to be an exciting 12 weeks and you are going to see a side of robbie e you're going to see robbie e do things you probably didn't think he would ever be willing to do let's just say i don't like animals
4: oh man Mike right, next question uh
3: robbie having had the opportunity to travel the world as a professional wrestler Uh, In what ways do you think that experience helps yourself and Brooke when it comes to having success on the the
9: Amazing Race? I mean, I definitely think um, when you're racing and you're going to new places for a lot of people, you're completely out of your comfort zone. Um, And I, like you said, I'm used to traveling for wrestling. So, you know, I'm used to being places I'm not familiar with. I think that will help, but also the race kind of like expect the unexpected there's so many different factors and so many things that could hurt you or help you there's really no way to properly prepare so being an experienced traveler definitely isn't hurting the situation but i you know i also don't know how much it's going to help
4: mike uh brandon gavin sorry
5: bobby your upcoming appearance on the amazing races are you being picked off by major media outlets such as the miami herald how do you anticipate capitalizing on this type of mainstream attention at tna
9: could you actually repeat that one more time? I'm not hear the first half of it.
5: Sure. The, your upcoming appearance on The Amazing Race is being picked up by major media outlets such as the Miami Herald. How do you anticipate capitalizing on this type of mainstream attention at TNA?
9: Well, I mean, you know, any, any attention is good attention. So whatever comes of this race, it's, you know, I'm going to utilize it the most I could. I think, um, you know, I think now our audience at TNA will grow. Fans that are, you know, CBS Amazing Race, it's huge. I just want an me to get over 10 million, you know, viewers a week. I think people are going to fall in love with me and Brooke on the show, and they're going to be turning, you know, tuning in Impact Wrestling now to check us out on there. So I think it helps us as wrestlers. I think it helps professional wrestling in general. I think it helps TNA. Everyone involved. It's only positive, you know.
4: All right, listen, well, speaking of TNA, uh, it's gone, you, the company has undergone major changes over the last several months. With a move to a new night and turnover on the roster, what are your opinions on Impact Wrestling's future on Spike TV and beyond?
9: Well, I mean, I think, I think change is a good thing. It's always good to change, keep things fresh and excited. So, you know, the new night went down. It was kind of an of and in shock to some people, but I think, you know, our rating is already where it normally is. I think, you know, it's kind of like now our home night. Wrestling never has really been on on Wednesday night, so I think it's a new thing. It's ours. We own it. And as far as, you know, whether we end up staying on Spike TV or going somewhere else, it doesn't really matter. Our fan base is going to follow, and, uh, you know, TNA is here to stay, and it's not going anywhere, bro, you know?
3: Hey, Mike, you right? Robbie, TNA turned a lot of heads when it announced that Bound for Glory would be held uh, in Japan this year. And with that event now just a few weeks away, uh, how do you feel TNA is going to benefit from having its biggest show of the year in Japan?
9: Um, again, you know, change is good. Something different is good. So, you know, it's pretty rare and random for a, a wrestling pay-per-view to be outside of the U.S. For the most part, you know, especially somewhere like Japan. But I think it builds excitement. It's something different. You don't really know what to expect. I'm excited to be a part of it. Everyone's excited to be a part of it. And I think it'll be fun for the fans to watch with you know just a different atmosphere because fans can react to things differently. I think it'll just be a you know a whole new cool experience for everybody involved.
4: BG
5: Robbie TNA has leaned on you as a go-to source for a lot of high-quality comedic relief. Have you enjoyed your comedy act, and are you looking to branch out into a more serious role?
9: Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, people people could choose to look at Robbie E how they want to look at him, but Robbie E is an established wrestler. Um, you know, I'm a former X Division champ. I'm a former television champ. Two-time DNA Tag Champ, I guess, the first round. I think, you know, our matches in the past few months with the rules opened up a, a lot of people's eyes. You know, we never really had the opportunity to showcase our wrestling skills, and I think it opened up eyes to people to see that wow, these guys really could wrestle too. So moving forward, I would like to continue like that, and um, you know, I definitely plan to be added to the short list of Grand Slam champions and win the world title one day. You know, just be able to say I had every title.
4: Okay, I, my my next question actually says you have quietly amassed a very impressive championship record, but it's not very quietly when you've yelled about it twice in this interview alone. So let's talk about it. you've had a, a pretty decorated career for a guy. Who, a lot of people don't view you as a top guy in TNA, but the the the, the records speak for themselves. Uh, are there any the moments? The records
9: speak for themselves, and the longevity speaks for itself. Exactly. I and mean, you know, I've been here four years, and you know wrestling is constantly always changing. I remember. When I started in TNA, the locker room that I was in, there was a few different locker rooms that we chased in the locker room that I was in, I'd say about ninety five percent of those guys are gone now. And when you would have looked at it, it probably would've said Robbie E would have been one of the early ones out. But I'm still here and I'm not going anywhere. So uh, you know, that proves right there that I you know I deserve to be where I'm at. And uh, yeah, I mean, look at the gold, bro, look at the records. Three oh. three different championships. It's Robbie
4: true, e, bro. It's it's I'm Robbie E, bro. I want that oh, that should be on your gravestone. I'm Robbie I mean, E, bro. Think about
9: it. Think about it. I have my own DJ. I have I have my own DJ.
4: That's, That's true. That's true. That's true. I, I brought a DJ around, but nobody nobody everybody thought I had something wrong with me.
9: Just, yeah. The <laughs> thing is, we don't only bring them to wrestling shows. You know, we bring them to the mall. We bring them over all- <laughs> to the church. <laughs> so you know, when we're in church and say, bah, 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 so like, <laughs>
4: take that, take that in church. Well, listen, well you have, like you said, a very decorated career. Are there any moments that really stick out as top highlights for you in your career thus far? Uh,
9: you know, there's there's a lot. obviously winning gold is huge. I'd say um, winning the tag titles for the second time in Tokyo was a huge deal for us on one night only Superview. Um, you know, putting the beat down on Ronnie from the Jersey Shores that was memorable. Uh, breaking my big VIP sign over my former bouncer, uh, bigger Rob's head. is you know, something funny that I'll never forget because it's fun to break stuff on people's heads. I mean, there's so many memories, man. Like, it's just, those are the first few that pop in my head.
4: Mike, you all right? Uh, Robbie,
3: tag team wrestling's really uh, taken center stage uh, recently in TNA with Team 3D, the Hardys, uh, the Wolves, competing in that series of matches for the tag titles. Uh, as a tag team wrestler in your own right, uh, What are your feelings on the current state of tag team
9: wrestling in TNA? I think it's coming back and we have great wrestlers. I think for a while, um, you know, you go back to, you look at tag tag teams, guys working together, they looked alike, they, you know, thought alike. They were, you know, agile units were now tag team matches. At least for a while, tag team matches were almost just two singles matches. You know, they were just guys thrown together, and, you know, the art of tag team wrestling was gone, and I think, you know, we are definitely moving forward with it and getting it back to where it needs to be. Like you said, I mean, you just listed some of the greatest tag teams of all time, some of the greatest tag teams, you know, currently in pro wrestling. So we're on the right track.
5: BG, Bobby, as Don alluded to earlier, TNA has undergone many changes to the product, but none more noticeable than the makeup of the roster. With new talent coming in and other talent leaving, do you feel that makes for a more competitive environment for TNA?
9: Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, you know, for the viewers at home, it's good it's, you know, the best of the best lasts. It's always good for change and to see new things. And, but, you know, for guys here, the fact that it's the fact that some of our top guys have been, you know, let go or, or they, they don't work out the right way where it shows that really no one's invincible. So. You know, it makes you not get comfortable, and I always want to keep working hard. And, you know, I know no matter what, I still, you know, I have worked hard for four years, and i got to continue to work hard for four years to keep my spot, to prove myself, and to show that I'm as good as I am. So, I mean, it's good to keep me you on your toes like that. You don't want anyone to get too comfortable and to just go through the motions.
6: Alyssa, a
4: huge thanks to TNA star Robbie, reality star, all-around nice guy Robbie E. Tell the fans where they can see you on Amazing Race and where they can support you on the Internet, man.
9: Um, so check it out. So this Friday, we're starting Amazing Race, CBS, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be huge, 25th season. Throughout the season, we're going to hit the 300th episode. Um, it is just going to be wild. Me, Brooke, uh, a, form, uh, a dating couple that were on Survivor are on with us. Um, Bethany Hamilton, who got her arm bit off by a shark, gave me a movie about her. Her and her husband are on, so it's an all-star cast uh and then to keep up with other stuff there is my twitter and instagram which is uh at robbie E impact and then of course my official website robbie e.com and then of course other information about me at ImpactWrestling.com, or you can find out everything about that
4: awesome huge thanks to robbie for coming on the show man we appreciate your time and good luck all right, guys, that was Robbie E. He was on this show. Guys, it was super exciting. Were you excited, Mike Yard? Did you have fun? Did you enjoy that interview?
3: Yeah, I thought it was a really fun interview. You know, I've never watched uh, The Amazing Race before, but knowing that Robbie E's going to be on there, knowing that Brooke's going to be on there, you know, a really entertaining guest, and actually Don't
4: I... I not more so the latter for you.
3: I Okay, well, you
4: know, neither here nor there. Oh, I, I 100% intend to watch this show. <laughs> you're gonna tell you're just gonna mom's night you're gonna put a do not disturb thing on your door mom don't
3: mess with me at eight o'clock like scary Saturn. movie yeah
4: doofy okay
5: <laughs> <laughs> G.
4: bro bro bro. Bro. Listen, bro listen
5: bro I am so hyped that we were on Robbie E's list and that we got to speak with him We did we were on his list, Run list. right with Robbie T <laughs> and I too am very excited to watch the Amazing Race. I've never seen the show, but with Brooke on I'm definitely gonna watch. And Robbie E. too.
4: Yeah, Robbie E. I uh, like he has a good personality. Like once we got him out of his shell, he was very fun to talk to. So that was a good interview. Bro,
5: there's no shell, bro.
4: Bro, there was a shell, bro. Come on, bro. He probably does – dude, let me say something. These guys do tons of interviews all the time. They are just so used to jobber-ass questions. And they get with us, and then they – like, they, there's an adjustment period. It's like, oh, shit, they're, I'm, big, I'm getting big leads. Well,
3: they start off with you, and they're like, oh, big not lead. this again. And then they get to me in VG, and then they yeah. start to know. And then they're very confused, like, what? Well, what's going like, on? what here? are what are these good <laughs> questions?
4: Yep. Oh, listen! You're dumb in your face. Okay, guys, that's it. <laughs> Another big thanks to Robbie. CBC, <laughs> getting him on the show, we appreciate that. But you know what? <laughs> Speaking of TNA, it's time for some TNA. So hit that music. <laughs> guys tna happened this week forget night of champions forget smackdown forget nxt raw forget all of it the show to watch this week was tna impact wrestling so we're going to talk about very excited here mike yari started us off with zero point the tna
3: impact no surrender free purview started off in typically brilliant fashion with a knockout battle royal yes that opened the show uh for some reason it took a few minutes before the knockouts figured out it was probably a good idea to gang up on Havoc, uh, but then they gave up almost immediately and just let her continue to dominate. Uh, and also, Rebel literally doesn't know how to punch. Hasn't figured out that nuance of the professional wrestling game yet. It's hard. It's tough. <laughs> she, she also has the hit detection of an awful video game. It's, it's like, like NCW NHL... Anarchy Rules.
4: Yeah, it's like NHL 96, <laughs> dude. It's like,
3: it's like if she, you when somebody your... touches her, it takes her a few seconds to react. <laughs> just...
4: Are you uh, selling a head injury? I kicked you in the gut.
3: <laughs> Greener than grass, per the melts and obviousness. Uh, she then maybe broke her arm on the steps or something.
4: <laughs> she totally did.
3: She got Havoc on us. She steps.
4: did. She totally did. She doesn't know how to do anything. <laughs> uh, I like that. Here's my rebuttal. One guy gets an intro in the X exhibition match, and you know immediately who's going to win that match. Yet every knockout on the roster <laughs> is given an entrance today. Yep. The money makers. I guess. I wasn't looking at their money makers. You gotta, you, I got, yeah,
3: F- you gotta uh, sell that knockouts calendar. That's how they're gonna keep the company. F
4: Y I, hi Havoc. I'm all about the base. Uh <laughs> poor rebel. <laughs> you complain about TNA's monster female wrestlers doing nothing. You're welcome for Havoc winning here. So. When did I ever do that? You do. You say every. You literally say it all the time. How like Lady Tapa and. Uh, mm-hmm. What's her name? Um, what's yeah, the... and this is just going to end up Alpha ultimately female. being the same Alpha thing. All Female and uh, Tamina Snuka, all of them. <laughs>
5: Tamina <laughs> Snuka, yeah. Tamina Snuka in the impact Zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: Go ahead. Number one, please. I was going to make a horrible joke right there. I decided against it. Highlights of the
5: tag, the tag match of Gunner and Samuel Shaw against Bram and Magnus from a couple of weeks ago was shown. Taz said Gunner hurt his foot when he was clearly holding his knee. Gunner then told Shaw backstage that Britney is into him. What kind of shitty friend waits a week to reveal that info? Shaw told Gunner that his, his Oop, mind is fixated. Drunk. His mind is fixated on someone else. He totally loves Gunner. He totally Donnie loves Gunner. Donnie
4: <laughs> Okay. Agree here. Okay. And you e- finally, given. Now, even Gunner said it was his foot in this segment. Gunner was like, "Yeah, I hurt my foot." But it no. so wasn't. They are just totally changing the storyline on me. This, and they show me footage of his knee hurt, and they're mm-hmm. like, "It's his foot." Just kidding.
7: Sake. Mm-hmm. You down. thought
4: it, it was a high ankle sprain. So you down. thought it was his knee. So what is he t- taz tonight? <laughs> the same guy now.
7: <laughs>
4: stop doing impressions. You need to stop. Also, so no, th- that was Bully Ray ed- today. Okay, then Taz and Bully Ray have. There was no up. Taz involved in that one. So you thought I was the same as Taz? <laughs> you were correct? Wait, is that today? I don't know. Is that Bully Ray? Stage, or like... stage two complete. Uh, now we get Gunner to fall for Brittany, and that's it. And then we're completely here. And that's and the is, love triangle is there. Yeah. Hey, listen, I never was against you on this. You said that we diagnosed what we thought it was going to be, yep. and now we're just sitting back and watching our, our sick creation come to fruition. That's all it is. Yep. Uh, My idea, Gunner hears Shaw say no to Brittany and moves in for himself, thus completing the trifecta. I'm all in. I'm all all in, too, because this could (laughs) just get absolutely fucking weird, and I am down like a clown, Charlie Brown. Uh, Number two, please.
3: MVP and Kenny King came to the ring and talked up Chris Melendez. They offered him a chance to join their group, but he declined. King called him Peg leg. Which was pretty great. Uh, and why is this guy used as a jobber again? Friggin' top star, losing to everybody. Uh, Tez then proceeded to stumble his way through an explanation of why it wasn't very nice for King and MVP to be mean to Melendez. Uh, Melendez won the match with the sunset flip and is still a bad wrestler.
4: Uh, oh, you are just cold blooded uh
3: King tried to take Melendez's leg off, but stupid idiot Mr. Anderson <laughs> made the save.
4: So he is the corporate Kane of TNA's yes. gathering. Okay. Yes,
3: very much so. I um wrote... did how, talk about Taz trying to explain why it wasn't nice to be mean to Melendez. You know,
4: he's like he's a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, retry, he did this <laughs> for like five minutes. Teddy King had a reputation. If he had a reputation he would ruin it. Stand trying to steal his leg. It's like <laughs> He's like – he was so – when he tried to steal his leg, Taz was so offended. <laughs> and credibility, Kenny King had in my book. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> He's lost it all. Okay, Kenny King and MVP were awesome. I love both of these guys a lot. So I I enjoy when they're on the microphone. If they're the mouthpieces for Bobby Lashley, that's fine with me. Always can deal with that. Uh, I love when he tries to but steal But Kenny his King's leg. not the mouthpiece. He's the jobber. I – Okay, I love when he's trying to steal his leg. Uh, that is what I've asked for the whole time, and I think every single heel should do that because that's the gimmick. That should be the gimmick. And finally, someone gets it, and then they won't give it back. And then there's, it's on a pole. Russo is still, <laughs> still sneaking messages in. <laughs> okay, they thought Morse code. They really <laughs> thought I was gone that time. Okay, here we should do. Put the leg on a pole. <laughs> okay, we got it. We're done. Okay. Um, to your point about his wrestling ability, he would be Roman Reigns if he had a Superman punch, a spear, and the outside dropkick. Just saying. Oh yeah, but he can't do any of those moves. Yes, he can. No. It would even make sense because the um, because of the Superman punch. He would... I've never seen him do any. He won with a sunset flip. That was the
3: only offense he got in the whole match. Because they know he can't wrestle.
4: I think that one fake leg's holding him back. I almost feel like he'd be better like.
3: Or do you think the real leg's holding him back?
4: Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. That's the only one that looks like it's working.
3: <laughs> like, I feel like he's almost better off just going at it. Don't with- no-sell my <laughs> existential question.
4: I am I don't know what you're saying, so I'm going on. Number three, please.
5: After Samoa Joe beat Homicide in a whole hum X Division title match, James Storm and the Great Sonata attacked them. Storm then summoned Manic, who was wearing a sheet over his head. He removed the sheet to reveal that... He was basically wearing Albo Montoya's mask. <laughs> so they called him the new and improved Matic. So Storm yelled about Matic wearing a mask and then gave him a different, worse mask. Okay. Okay.
4: okay. <laughs> uh, this match was solid. <laughs> This match was solid. The finishing sequence of a cutter into a uh, submission choke. Don't even try to. Stop. Just stop. Yeah, you, know, you didn't like. Hold on. You didn't no, like this match, Homicide this match to do a cutter. You didn't like, homicide no. tries to do a cutter. Fucking Samojo just picks him up out of midair, throws a choke on him. It was awesome. Oh, I no, love match it. sucked. I no. like the new Manic gear a lot. Oh, Samojo has one match. It's way, I mean, be- one it's way better than Aldo Montoya's match. No, it's made. the
3: Remember- same. It's a jock strap on his head.
4: Remember when Justin Credible wanted me to pay him $5 for an autograph?
3: (laughs) You should have.
4: No, I shouldn't have. He's like, you want to... Remember when Raven
3: (laughs) tried to eat your pizza? I feel like that's what you're going to do to me at the Phillies game.
4: I'm writing that down. You're going to try to eat my food. I'm writing that down. Yep. You're paying for my food, so fuck you. Oh, totally not. You're paying for my beer, too, dude. I have an addiction, Mm -hmm. and you're going to pay for it. Nope. I made you. Go ahead, next one. No
3: okay uh the hardys have the worst theme in three theme music and wrestling uh maybe history uh it makes me yearn for cesaro and Bree mode
4: That's how bad Dude, it is stop for a minute Bree mode is the fucking worst i love that Seriously, it's such a good auto tune at the start i want to die every time <laughs> I, I, I would rather listen to cesaro's theme song for three hours then hear Brie Modes ever again. Like, it's, honestly, the Hardys, they used to have iconic theme music, yeah. and then, like, every time
3: I hear it, it's like, blah, 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 and I'm, like, sitting <laughs> there, like, who is this? And then I'm, like, oh, Jeff. yeah, it's the Hardys. It's Jeff singing his own thing. It's, no, also, but there's no singing until, like, minutes in. Okay, well, it's
4: Jeff Hardy's music. He's it's really ha- bad. Okay, also. In uh, front of the show. In front of the show, Jeff Hardy. Really, but hold on, <laughs> let me say something. We, we were talking about the egregious report about um, the meeting backstage for TNA and how uh, all this other shit from Grantland, right? Mm-hmm. I got to read that report, and uh, did you read it? Did you guys read it? Dixie? The one
3: where they said Dixie. Dixie totally didn't get fired up, and people totally didn't color. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Did you did you read it?
4: the did you read the Grantland piece? The interview yeah. with Dixie. Yeah. Did you read the part about her loving the painting that Jeff Hardy sent? Yeah. <laughs> I call it, I call it the charismatic apology because I got high on your TV show. <laughs> so that's what happened. It's like, <laughs> that's it's,
6: amazing. It's my favorite.
4: And I like the part where
3: she talked about Jeff Jarrett's wrestling. She's like, "No, I don't need to know about it. Don't even know what it is."
4: <laughs> she just totally dismisses it. I him. love it. I love it I, I love Dixie. She's awesome. She's the best. She is. She really is just so like, "Fuck you." I do not care. Uh, Hardy's theme is a Jeff Hardy special, of course. I love the helicopter ladder spot. Oh, You're- I'm not done at oh. all. Oh, sorry.
3: Pardon me. Not sorry. Sorry. Uh, not sorry. At one point, front of the show, Bully Ray put his head through the ladder and started spinning around. Uh, and for some reason, two guys attempted to walk toward him in an upright position, only get knocked down. Um, probably should have taken his legs out. Uh, and then near the end of the match, front of the show, Davey Richards botched in a major way as he mm-hmm. knocked the ladder down sloppily. Nope. And
7: yep. front of the show,
3: nope. Jeff Hardy crushed his ribs on it. Okay, uh, that's so shocked. Sure. I was so shocked. Back. The Wolves won. Said no one ever. Okay, I went back. Destroyed. Hold on.
4: He did get yeah. destroyed, but I went back and looked at this. When when Richards was moving the ladder, right, and it was moving, it was moving all weird, Hardy did a fisherman swim thing where he was on his stomach on the very top of the ladder like, oh, no, I'm still on it. He could have jumped off that if he was worried about that. Stop
3: trying to absolve Davy Richards of blame. He no, totally no, no. botched it. No, he
4: had, no. No, bec- I agree with you. He absolutely went over to him afterwards and was like, you cool? He, I, yeah I, we all he's like okay. no
3: i broke all my ribs
4: <laughs> no he had a way worse spot there when him versus aries and he like landed on the metal parts underneath the upside down ladder that was brutal dude that was fucking brutal okay i love the helicopter ladder spot this is awesome <laughs> um, Logic be damned. That is Money in the Bank staple. Every single no, Money in the not. Bank match. Yes, it is. Every single no, they Money don't. in the Bank match I see, I see the same move. No. I watched this spot again. This was on purpose because Hardy was balancing on top. If you ever seen Cheech and Chong, by the way, Nice Dreams, uh, that he does this. He fake swims like he's in a pool, and this is exactly what Hardy was doing. So you can check that out um davy did check on him though so kudos for that spot also you missed matt hardy getting the top rope clothesline thing where off the off the ladder and he gets rung up on the top rope he gets just absolutely sells it like crazy lays down stops selling it and starts moving ladders around <laughs> i was like what are you doing guy just wait give me a second like get the camera not on you uh what was this hardy also had a spot in this match where he broke k-fab bro I don't know what I meant. I guess. I have I said, no idea. I see. I don't even know. <laughs> my my brain was frozen. Good match overall, and I can't wait for the fourth round of the series. Very excited for this. More excited. Less. Next one. Because I've seen
5: it three times. Five. Scoop, scoop. Bram used to be in the Ascension. Look at the logo on their shirt. Now look at the logo on his shirt. He stole it. <laughs> After Gunner's knee gave out again, Shaw showed up and tried to interfere. He attempted to hit Bram but missed and hit Gunner in plain view of Earl Hebner. Earl totally ignored this and counted in favor of Bram. Fuck Earl Hebner. Piece he of is shit. horrible.
4: No, he's Blows. not. He worst screwed Brett. Damn right he did. Brett screwed ever. Brett, dude. Brett screwed Brett. <laughs>
5: Earl screwed Brett. Earl is the reason that HBK and Bret never got along.
4: Yep. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's true. Okay, um, false. This is a solid brawl until Earl forgot the rules. Earl <laughs> is Cameron. Uh, he is <laughs> – are you pinning him on your stomach? I'm in. One, two. <laughs> he, he, he is to refereeing as Cameron is to clean pins. So number six, please. Also, no, no, no. I'm not done yet. The false. brand thing. False was to the brand and the Ascension thing. Brand, yeah, he false. stole that. Okay, no, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. That symbol is an Egyptian symbol, so it's not to w anybody else. While he was in the Ascension, how do you know know he didn't come up with the design? Doesn't matter. It does matter. If he loves that design, maybe it's tattooed on him somewhere.
3: (laughs) You don't think Uh, so? I don't think so. He stole it from the Ascension.
4: Number six, please. Okay.
3: Uh, Lashley defended the TNA World Heavyweight title against Bobby Roode in the main event. Rude gave Lashley a rude bomb to the outside, and Lashley was knocked out for, like, a minute. Uh, but despite that, Brian Hebner Brian didn't count him out, so that ineptitude much run in the family, I guess. Uh, rude tweaked his knee on a leapfrog and then couldn't get Lashley up for another rude bomb, so Lashley was able to retain two tweaked finish, knee finishes in one night. Is that you, Russo? He's back.
4: I told you. He's back. If we see a leg hanging from the middle of the ring...
3: Remember when Jim Cornette told us he did 10 DQ finishes in one night? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: oh my God. Like I said, my goal My goal, goal was always to get Vince Russo on the show, just so we can question him. By mm-hmm. the way, and I'm breaking the fourth wall because I don't care. We, we've emailed this guy dozens of times. He will not come on the show. He won't even respond to me. He's scared. Oh, exactly. I don't know. I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Maybe the, it... it all right, Batista. Being calm nice, down. being nice isn't working, so I'm gonna kick the damn door down. Okay. Just like the Melter's an open invitation to Vince Russo anytime, any place. Come on the show. It's like this uh, Manhattan made in Manhattan Gold Rush tournament for TNA this week. Any title, any time, AKA the World Title Money in the Bank. Hey, it really is the same logo. What is?
5: I told you that. Yeah, it's the same. They stole it. Brian Man Ascension. No, BG, did he steal
3: right. it? In your expert opinion?
5: Uh Yeah, easily. No, it's I, the have same. Follow, I have photo <laughs> t- evidence.
4: Tweet it out, dude. Tweet it out. That's where stole it's it. at, man. Tweet it stole out. stole the logo. Tweet or bust, man. Let's do this thing. Okay, we're out of here. I am done with TNA. You have anything else? No. no. <laughs> you guys sound like you're tired. You want to get out of here or something or whatever. Uh, let- I'm okay. hungry. I'm hungrier than Donald Wood right now. I can't wait to you have to buy me food, dude. I'm I'm not eating for the rest of this week and I'm gonna fuck food up and i be like. You <laughs> totally know <laughs> that. I'm, I'm gonna send. Never. Up. You can't no. not eat for a, I'm one s- hour. So. I can't wait to send the tab to you and you're gonna be like, holy shit, where's? Oh, he left early. Oh, by the way, I'm leaving early from the Phillies game. Because like I've been Adam
5: on the show for Good. like three weeks.
4: I I drink beer on the show, but I don't eat. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do. You eat I, cereal. I, I, I have, have eaten cereal since. on the show before. Yes, not this week though. I've eaten it's on the show. I'll be the, I'll be the first to admit when you guys catch me eating. The one time you said I was eating, I was actually drinking Mountain Dew, but mm. close. Like a freaking Are so you working for WWE right now?
5: What? So you working for WWE?
4: <laughs> Why? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. I do. Die. Do, man. Come on. I, I, all these free advertisements things. See, hey, you know what? Speaking of free advertising, Cronenberg 1664. If you want to send me free beer, let's do. Let's, let's do this thing. Uh, fine. cheap plugs. That's what I do. Mm. I'm gra- it's great to be back here, in my attic uh, f- find us on <laughs> ringrustradio.com Ring Radio on YouTube, all of our interviews guys, they're there, Robbie, he's there Stone Cold's there, all there, Facebook us guys, we need friends, you need friends, let's stop the charade, iTunes and Stitcher, let's make this happen, we need friends, you need friends so apparently you need Stitcher I don't know how that one works, iTunes, Stitcher, get the app, and then you get us in there, iPhone app myapp.is, backslash radio. at ringrustradio on Twitter, email us ringrustradio at yahoo.com Watch out for gender better. Mikey, are e. e. please pleased? I the Bleach Report article. You can read the Ring Restory article
3: every Saturday morning on BleachReport.com or on the Bleach Report team stream app. Uh, somehow, maybe you need more of this. Uh, if you do, you're going to want to check that out.
4: Okay. That seems like a lie, but whatever. Yeah. Really sold it. BG, sell me a shirt.
5: You know, we were just talking about the similarities between the Ascension logo and Bram's logo. And if you too want a similar shirt, no. to the Antonio T-shirt or Cesaro's King of Swings logo, go <laughs> over to prowrestlingtees.com/ringrustradio and pick out your very own Ring Rust Radio T-shirt designed based on previous wrestling T-shirt.
4: That's the stupidest thing
5: I've ever heard. But not up and up stolen.
4: Yeah, no, we're the Blue World Order. It's completely legit. I, I
5: listen. I'm just saying. Listen. I'm not saying. Listen. But I'm just saying.
4: Listen. Not copyright listen. infringement. Listen.
5: Listen. Quitter.
4: It's not punishable by law. <laughs> and my like, favorite. Oh, my quitter. Favorite one and is my the favorite. OG. Quitter. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of quitter. That
3: like, that's like Twitter.
4: <laughs> my favorite's Quitter. I'm quitting. Okay. Uh, you know what? Speaking of quitting, I'm out of here too. <laughs> uh, our friend of the I show, Paul Espinall, like he, he wrote Flo Meltzer. That was a song uh, based on Flo Rida and yep. Dave Meltzer. So uh, here we go, guys. We are out of here. Thank you for supporting the show. It was another long one, but I hope it was worth it. Better off than watching goddamn Raw for three hours. Regardless, here is our hit song. Thanks to Paul Espinall. Have a great week. God bless America.
6: sometimes there is a good feeling Yeah There is a feeling within WWE As per source, no, no There is a good feeling, yeah Well, sometimes there is a good feeling Yeah There is a feeling within WWE As per source, no, no There is a good feeling, yeah Yes I can, but after cheats, I'm running with this plan, read me, trust me, even my Kiari can't bust me, I'll reveal my sources one day, gotta pay me first, oh you like that headline, the one on F4WOnline.com, no I'm not right but I'm not wrong, how many retractions you want, yeah I got a brand new rumor, spread it and it's gone, lies over bleach, I report like I won, talk like a smart to my dad and my mom, authority to bury Daniel Bryan, no who can say that, punks are payback, that scoop was a needle in a haystack, well he left but soon he'll be back, I got a feeling it's a work, well, that Whoa, sometimes there is a good feeling. Yeah, there is a feeling within WWE as per source. No, no, there is a good feeling. Yeah, Whoa, sometimes there is a good feeling. Yeah, there is a feeling within WWE as per source. No, no, there is a good feeling. Package heat the latest rumors big returns at the royal rumble one second i won't spoil lesnar taker street continues got a script change this just in owning up's not an option gotta blame it then witness i got the sources of twenty men not there cause the future endeavor end. that botch that shoot that crowd you're looking at the newest indie guys now stronger than ever can't break the shield down rollin storming heads into the ground Reigns turn space in one day see me running through excuses when my source says no apologies i'm still great takes a genius to undermine me. Sometimes there is a good feeling, yeah. There is a feeling within WWE as per a source, no, no, there is a good feeling, yeah. Sometimes there is a good feeling, yeah. There is a feeling within WWE as per a source, no, no, there is a good feeling. (laughs) we <laughs> New nation, a domination, my source has got a good feeling. AJ Lee, she's pregnant, gotta love the lies that we're spreading. Sting signing, not signing, my source has got a good feeling. Punk's back in Chicago, gotta love the lies that we're spreading. Oh, sometimes there is a good feeling, yeah. There is a feeling within WWE as per source, no, no, there is a good feeling, yeah. But sometimes there is a good feeling, yeah There is a feeling within WWE as per source No, no, there is a good feeling, yeah Sometimes there is a good
7: feeling.